Come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I am Kimbra. And we hope everybody's having a great time out there as I try and solve technical problems on the fly for this, our 175th podcast episode. I think you've moved over. Have I moved over? Yeah. Come closer okay. to me. Thanks. Come closer to me. Look into my eyes. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I don't know what's wrong with my. I have no internet apparently, but um, hopefully you guys can look. If you can hear us, see us, smell us, taste us, no, no, just hear <laughs> and see us. Let us know in the chat so that we know that that you're good because apparently um, we're having some issues on my end. Let me look at my phone and see if that's working. But welcome to this podcast. We just got back from the carnival Mardi Gras, and boy, are our arms tired. No, that's if you flew, flew in. Just, I just flew in on the carnival Mardi Gras bar. No, you don't get no. I, I don't get it. Okay, you know, like I just flew in, and boy, are my arms tired. Yeah, but I, we didn't fly anywhere. I know it was a poor attempt at a joke, but okay. Let me see here. We're if good. This is, okay, everyone we're good. can hear. Oh, good. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So. Thank you, guys. Um, okay, so yeah, we have a ton to talk about today. We're going to talk about our cruise, but before we get into that, we just want to remind everybody to please subscribe to our YouTube channel, go over and sign up for our Facebook group, Fantastic Cruising Community over on Facebook. We do have a Teespring link in the notes of anything we do if you're interested in some merch. Uh, we do have a Patreon if you're interested in that. You get postcards and art depending on the level that you join at. And also if you're looking to join on one of these fun vacations, go on one yourself, go on our group cruise that we have scheduled for 17 years out in the future. A year um, and a half. Let's, let's year promote and a half. that. A year and Let's a half. Do this. Then you can contact us at fantastictravel at gmail.com. Where you will most likely speak to the lovely Kimbra and uh and she can set you up for some fun travel. Yes, this will be an awesome cruise cruise. Uh. <laughs> uh speaking of awesome cruises, wow. Okay, look, we're gonna go over this cruise and everything from cruising during a pandemic to um cruising on the Mardi Gras and we're going to, we got a lot to cover, but, but first of all, I want to just say anybody who's cruising right now, uh, there's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Like there were so many obstacles. We had to get off work because it was just a last minute cruise for us. That was an obstacle. Uh, we had to worry about the pandemic because that's like happening right now, but then it was, it's been getting, it's been getting worse. And so uh carnival, up all their stuff and we had to find a place to get tested last minute then we were nervous what if the results come back positive i mean we felt fine but you know you just worry about these things and then you know there's there's like hear about people getting their tests canceled and we didn't have to worry about flights some people don't worry about flights 
and then there's hurricanes coming at us. There's like 15 hurricanes coming at us. I'm okay. Two, almost three, almost three. Yeah. But the other one went somewhere else. That's true. That's true. And then, and then there's like an earthquake in Haiti. Yeah. But you know what? It was all good. It was all good. We had beautiful weather, amazing weather, no hurricanes, no ramifications from the earthquake. I haven't even heard anything else about it. I don't even know. Maybe it was like old news. I, I don't know. Uh, shots, the shots, the test went fine. We were negative. It was all good. Yeah. It was all good. So, um, yeah, but it was a lot. It was a lot. So I know some people are like, we wish we could even have the opportunity to cruise right now. I get that. And other people are getting ready to cruise and they're nervous about it. I get that. And some people are like, we're going to cruise, but we don't, we have some questions. Look, we can maybe answer some of those questions for you because we did it. We cruised during this pandemic. We weren't the first and, uh, oh, I hope we won't be the last. In fact, I hope it won't be our last because it was a lot of fun. We've got more to come. Much, much more, much more to come. So, uh, so look, this is what we want to start off with. We're just going to talk a little bit about what it's like to cruise right now. What is it like to cruise during COVID-19? Now, I'm going to try really hard today to not do all the talking because I do that. So I'm going to try and let Kimbra talk. And, I, and if I hear a gap, I'm going to try not to jump in with words and sounds and stuff. So what do you think? Should we, you want to, you want to kick us off with this? with this COVID cruising during COVID thing? Sure. So cruising during COVID, there's a lot more that goes into it than just jumping on a cruise. Hmm. Um, right now, car well, when we started this cruise, carnivals requiring vaccinations for 95% of their, their guests. So you have to be vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you have to go through this exemption process. Um, while we were on the cruise, the Bahamas has actually put into place that anyone 12 or older is required to be vaccinated um, to get off on on their air, um, islands and stuff. So that didn't play a role into our specific cruise, but that's something going forward right now. So we had to be vaccinated. Um, and then they threw out there, you know, a week before you have to have a negative COVID-19 test three days or 72 hours before you get on the, the ship. Well, then that caused a lot of confusion because we're in all of these Facebook groups and they're like 72 hours. Does that mean Wednesday? Does that mean Thursday? Does that mean Saturday? What day does that mean? So then there's like, oh no, we have to get this test. What are we going to do? What day can we do it? So we went with the safe bet and went with Thursday because that was, that was, a good solid Wednesday in the would have middle. Been fine, though. Yes, we later found out that Wednesday would have been fine for a, a Saturday leaving cruise, but we were like, we don't want to get it Wednesday, and then it's not fine for Wednesday, so we went Thursday, but everything was fine. Um, let's see, and then we had to we had to bring all of those documents with us, so we had to make sure to bring those vaccination cards, um, and we had to bring that negative test result with us. We forgot it. We couldn't get on the cruise. There was a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I'm organized, so we did fine. Um, they put out a a mask requirement uh, right before as well. So masks were required to wear during embarkation and debarkation, and certain areas of the cruise ship itself, like certain theaters when it was crowded, elevators, 
um, going into dining areas um, before you sit down to eat. And then they recommended it in all other indoor areas. We actually wore a mask basically anytime we were not sitting down to eat or drink. Or if we were outside, we didn't wear it as well. As well. Right. Um, let's see. Nassau itself was requiring vaccinations for certain things. We, um, we did a, a tour somewhere and they said, if you go up to this area, you, you can't stand at the bar unless you've got a vaccination card. Yeah. Um, but then they didn't actually ask us for one. Well, they told us to go sit down. <laughs> so it didn't really matter. Um, and then Puerto Rico wasn't letting anybody off that wasn't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, this cruise was sailing at 70% which I think is higher than some of the other cruise lines are doing. Um, most, I think it's higher than most of the other cruise lines. Yeah. Are doing. But I, I heard, we heard when we got on the ship, one of the bartenders told us 4,200 were sailing on it. But then I saw a post in a Facebook group that claims that it was at 3,800 according to guest services. So that's a lot of chain of information there. But, uh, but it, it's probably, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't be surprised if that was accurate. Somewhere between 38 and 4,200 people were on the ship. Yeah. So it it was... But it's a big ship. Yeah, it didn't feel... It definitely felt like it was not a full cruise. Uh, there were times when people were congregated more, uh, but on the whole, it felt very sparse and uh, not was, empty. It was very but easy to get away from people if you yes. wanted to do that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. was not a problem. Yeah. So some of the things that the the ship had different because of covid um they let's see what was it we we are both gold i turned gold this cruise yay um <laughs> we are both gold and you get like a special pin and you're supposed to get water in your room and you get um if you're higher levels you get like other things in your room um you don't get any of those things in your room you have to go get them so they don't put that stuff in your room yeah and somebody's asking, did we have to wear a mask? So the mask policy was basically if you were in areas where people were congregated, like shows going into the MDR, stuff like that, you had to wear a I, mask. I said that. I know, I know. I just, I don't know if that comment came in before. It, it was that. before I said it. Perfect. I was messing around with technical issues here. Yeah, but we're good. But we're uh, good. but they didn't, they didn't really enforce it, which was kind of a... Not a great thing, but it was okay because most people complied where they were supposed to. And there, there were, um, there were a couple places that we went into, um, a couple of the shows that we did that they were like, "This is a mask yeah. required area. Unless you are eating or drinking, you must have your mask on." Now during the show, they didn't say anything throughout the rest of it. Right. So whether people did what they were supposed to or not, who knows? But people were sitting around us did. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, there were actually quite a few people that wore their masks most of the time. There were right. some that didn't, but you know, those yeah. were those were recommended areas, not required areas. Yeah, the only Except time the I, elevator. Yeah, the elevator could be a little a little iffy because you get on the elevator, you're like, okay, there's only two other people on this elevator, and then like five teenagers come on without, or you know, ten year olds come on without masks, and you're like, get away from me, you disease carrying mongrels, but. Uh, <laughs> But all, but all was well. All yeah. was well. So, so I guess, is that everything on that? It's not. Okay. It's not. Go ahead. Keep <laughs> you, going. You want me to keep going? Keep going. Keep going. So the other thing is they didn't have any paper menus at any of the restaurants or bars. They had the little QR codes 
that you could scan everywhere you were going for the menus and the bar list and the the wine list and everything. So everything was on the Carnival app or scanned for your phone. You could ask for them in certain scenarios, I think. Like definitely the fun times you could ask for. But yes. But as far as menus go, they some of the places said they, they could get you one if you really wanted one. Yes, yes. I don't know about the bars, but like the restaurants. Well, they did have, like the Alchemy Bar, they had one that you could see. So they, they did, did have them available if you needed them. Um, but it wasn't... I'm apparently hitting things. Um, this is the percussion segment of the podcast. So uh, real quick, we did have a question. Um, it says, saw videos that showed people serving themselves. Um, we are talking about food later, but since this is a COVID specific section, mm -hmm. yes, you could serve yourself at the buffet. They With one exception. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and that is not COVID related. Well, I don't know if it's, I don't know if the bacon shortage is COVID related, but, but that was why, because there was a, there's apparently a bacon shortage going around. And so, I mean, there were a couple other things like, um, we did, we did the breakfast buffet in somewhere and they, they served the eggs Benedict. Yeah, that's true. You didn't I think say they it. The eggs Benedict. Oh, the eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. There we go. Um, mm -hmm. they served that, but for the most part, it's serve yourself. Yeah, and I think really in the past, I feel like they served you the eggs Benedict Cumberbatch too. So there's some things that they are serving you that they did before and some things like the bacon, but it wasn't because of COVID. It was because of quantities and and that stuff. So, you know, it was fine. We didn't, honestly, we barely even saw the buffet because there's no need on yeah. the Carnival Mardi Gras. On the, I'm sorry, the Mardi Gras of carnival <laughs> it's like if the if it's the Re republica dominica shouldn't it, then maybe it's maybe we should start saying the car instead of i know it's not carnival mardi gras Mar mardi, mardi gras, gras carnival Car mardi gras carnival yes um and then <laughs> just a couple more things on this list um the muster station or muster yes. drill was Different. awesome it's very quick. Yes. Very painless. I hope it becomes like a permanent thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, you go check in at your muster station. You walk into a room. They show you how to put on a life jacket and you walk away. Yeah. Like that's it. Right. It was like three minutes. And two of those minutes, we were standing there waiting for other people to walk up. Yeah. Because they were like just coming down the hallway yeah. really slowly. Yeah, that was that was awesome. It was like John Cleese and Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where he just keeps running at the castle and not getting anywhere. Anyway, what what else? There's two more things I think on here, right? What or oh, well, a couple well, few more things. Two or three. Yeah. Um, so they they only clean your room once per day. They ask you if you want morning or evening. Which they were doing that before, but they also were like, or you can choose both. They didn't make it sound like you had that option to choose both, which is fine. I'm like, you people work really hard. I don't yeah. need my room clean twice a day. Please, please take the time you would have taken to clean my room twice and have, have some free time. Um, yes. And then we we also, we did the mixology class, which we'll tell you all about that stuff later. Um, but there were, there were certain things that they said, oh, we used to do this. We used to do this. But because of covid we can't do that right now so there were some interactiveness things that were limited in that sort of thing yeah yeah and the crew most of the crew 
had the N95 mask. Yeah, a lot of them. There were that. some areas where the crew weren't wearing masks, like behind um, Big Chicken and Guy's Burger. Blue Iguana. Blue Iguana. So I don't know if it's because it was just hot back there. but Well, was, they also, they had like, you know, there's like the glass stuff. Yeah. in front of it. So maybe that, that has I, something to do with you know, it. You what, know, whatever. It, you know, I, yeah, it could be rough in those situations probably with the mask on. So, but I didn't feel like they were not in my face, like the nine-year-olds on the elevator occasionally. Yeah. Were. But, um. But yeah, so it was it was all good. It was all good. So we we made a list of negatives of cruising during COVID and positives. Those are not words we should use when we're talking about COVID. No, let's talk about pluses, pluses. and minuses. Yeah, so let's we're gonna do the minuses first. So look, I am not one that's that particular. I don't care about wearing masks. I've done it at work for like the last decade now, it seems like, and I'm I've gotten used to it. Doesn't really bother me, but when you're outside in the heat, it it does. There are times when you're like, I don't really like wearing this. Um, it was a little unfortunate. Not, you know, if if you were like Matt, you either have to wear pants or a mask. I would wear a mask every time. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but when you went to ports and you were hot and sweaty, it get kind of gross. Like you, you probably want disposable masks, um, which is not the most environmentally friendly thing. But you can breathe through those easier and. You're going to want either a bunch of non-disposable masks that you can change out or you're going to want disposable masks that you can change because they will get hot and sweaty and kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of kind of nasty. And there's the stress of the test. Oh, I know yes. our friends Charlie and Bev are going through this right now because they're like cruising this next weekend and they're like worried about their test getting canceled. In Florida, it wasn't as much of an issue with test getting canceled, but I know a lot of people have had that issue. And, and just the, you know, like, we were like, we're fine. We know we're fine. We're being careful. But still, what if it's a false positive? What if what if I'm just asymptomatic and don't know it? You know, it's like the cruise is on the line. And you got to wait till that two or three days before. Yeah. There was some stress there. But, it, you know, it was all good. You have a new nickname. I do? No pants, Matt. <laughs> I'll wait till we tell you a secret about one of the vlogs. Anyway, um... <laughs> And then, and then there is the added stress of possibly getting sick. You know, like I was feeling pretty confident and comfortable. And then right before we got on board, we found out that one of our friends got sick on the Mardi Gras that was getting off that day. And so, um, you know, it, that added a it, little bit of I was uh, like, oh, nervousness. Maybe we could get sick on this on this trip. And I wasn't worried about it because I'm vaccinated. I feel like I'm healthy enough. Probably going to be okay. But I didn't want it to ruin my cruise. I didn't want to put other people right. at risk that kind of stuff. Um, but it was, it was okay. You know? And, and the weird thing is like, we both have the kind of subtle allergy things. So like my chest is kind of like, Oh, for the last three months. And I I'm wake always... up every morning sneezing. Right. But of course, right before the cruise, I'm like, Oh no, Oh no. But it was fine. It was fine. And then on the cruise that went away. Yes. We got back yesterday. Guess what's back. <laughs> I woke up this morning and said, the allergies are yep. back. Yep. <laughs> Yep. So it, but it's allergies, you know, but, yeah. you, but your, your mind goes places and buys expensive meals and stuff and you don't know what happened. But, and speaking of meals, the, the restaurant menus with the QR code, I would rather have a physical menu. Not a big deal. I get it. I'm not like complaining about that at all. There's something but, about having that yeah, menu in your hand. It does. Like, it does add to the experience. Like, like it it's, feels it's a little fine weird to look at it on your phone like earlier so you can get an idea. Yes. But when you're yes. actually in the That's restaurant, handy. there's something about having that and pointing to what you want. 
Especially if you can't pronounce it. Yes. Which sometimes you can't. Right. Well, we can't. But, but yeah. So that. Yeah. But it was. It was fine. It's whatever. That's not like. I'm not going to complain about that. One, I understand why they're doing it. Two, it's not that big of a deal, right? Uh, and then, yeah, also the physical fun times. I don't really miss it that much, but she was talking about how it helps her to remember what we did, especially when we're going through the vlog and, yeah. and things. And uh, But I think you can get one of those if you really want one. I think which they we didn't will, try to Which do. we didn't even so... try, because that's how big of a deal it was. We didn't even try. Yeah. So it's fine. And then, then there's the thing about, people not wearing their masks or not wearing them properly. And it's like, they're in your space, they're in your face. And you're like, they're on the elevator with you. And, and, you know, like we, when we were getting on the ship, right. So we just found out that our friend got sick and then we're in line waiting to go into the, the port building. And one of the guys working there is like, got his mask pulled down under his chin and he keeps coming up. And this is one of these guys that under normal circumstances, I would have been delighted to talk to this man. He was very friendly, very kind, but he was like, he was like this, yeah. talking to us. And I'm like, dude, I'm getting ready to go on a cruise. If you make me sick, I will find you and I will hurt you. <laughs> At one point, he's like, I'm not bothering you, am I? And I'm like, well, I mean, I can't tell yes you yes. No. So yeah, right. So so that was a little awkward, but it was it was fine. As the cruise went on, those stresses, which were minor once we were on the ship. Yeah. I think the first day I was a little concerned. They they just dissipated as the cruise went on. I felt more comfortable. We were careful. We're careful people when it comes to that stuff. So, you know, we, we wore our masks. We tried to socially distance when we could. Uh, there were a few times we were in situations where I was like, eh, this might not have been the best choice. But they, but were, they were minimal. They were times. minimal. Yeah. And, and we felt like because everybody got tested right before the cruise, at first we were like, this sucks. But then after we did it, we're like, this makes us feel more comfortable and better. Um, and because it was mostly vaccinated people, like we felt, yeah, we felt pretty safe. Like I've been in situations on land where I felt way less safe than on that cruise. That is for sure. So, you know, whatever, what are you going to do? Um, but there were positives too. There have been positives to come out of this stupid pandemic. One of them, the mustard drill. Yes. Oh my God. It, it was, was it's amazing. almost worth it, not counting, you know, human suffering and stuff, but it's almost worth it. The inconvenience of, of the pandemic is almost worth it just to get rid of that stupid mustard drill because the mustard drill now is so different. It's yeah. so easy. It's so fast. And wow. Wow. It was just, it was fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I like the drink menus with the QR. Because that's a different experience. I don't right. I don't like having to wait for that to share that. You know, there's like always like one menu between like five people. You gotta wait for it. And and then I'm looking at it and somebody's looking at me like, I wanna look at that too. And I'm like, um, I'm very indecisive when it comes to drinks because I don't know what any of these are. So now you can just take your time, you know, you can walk down the the way and look at it. That was kind of nice. Yes. And um and there were less people. It was, I guess. 70-ish percent capacity. Um, that was wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Like, I, I know we're going on Royal Caribbean, supposed to be sailing at like 30-something percent or something like that. Which is going to feel like an empty ship. Which is, I don't know. I, I think mostly I'll like that. There may be times when I don't like that. Well, I don't know. My, my concern with that is I think of our Brilliance Cruise, mm -hmm. and it seemed very empty, and it didn't feel like a normal cruise to me. Yeah. So I'm slightly concerned about like the 35% because if there's like nobody on the ship, I'm going to be like, 
Yeah, but I think that was partly the ship and the and stuff yeah. too. You know, like I, yeah, and I, I think because we're going on the Freedom of the Seas, it's a much newer, bigger ship. I think like if if Mardi Gras would have been almost empty, I think we would have been like okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would have been all right. So our final um, thoughts. Oh, but, sorry, yeah. real quick. Sure. Brian's just joining. Wants to know what our favorite bar is. Just wait. Yeah, we're gonna we're get not to that. there. Yeah, we've got so we're probably gonna be more than an hour. This is gonna be this a, is gonna be a long we'll podcast. See. We'll we've see. got a lot to talk about. Um, but we'll get there, I promise. So our final thoughts, the stress, especially in the very beginning, it was real. That was there was some extra stress on this cruise for sure. Also, the anticipation because it had been 530 some odd days since we had cruised, but in reality. All these COVID restrictions, all this stuff, and the at the end of the day, they had very little impact on our cruise. It felt like a cruise. And having to wear a mask and having to have these little concerns here and there, in the end, it really didn't change no much. big deal. No big deal. For us, not a problem. So if you are on the fence about cruising because you don't want to deal with all the restrictions, I'm telling you. Unless masks are like, unless you just feel like the alien thing is on your face or something, you're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. You're going to not even think about it. It's going to be a minor inconvenience, well worth it to go on that cruise. Yep. And if you're going to do other things, it's it's the same thing. It's fine. It's better. So, so yeah. So that so that's our that's our thoughts on cruising during COVID. If you guys have questions in the chat. Here, shoot, we'll try and we'll try and see those and answer those. Hello to everybody, by the way, that is watching. Yes, in the chat, I see we right. have we we jumped David on Brandy, late, D so we didn't say hi to yeah, a lot of Josh people. Josh and Michelle, all kinds of people in there. Tyler show, cruise talk. Um, I probably missed some people. Um, uh, Josh and Michelle. Yep, yeah, I said that. Did said you? That. Okay, Meg. Meg, hello, Meg. So, um, Chris, Dan. Hey, Dan. Um. Kenneth Oaks, Alfred, your mom. My mom. Hello, mom. So I think I hit anybody. Anybody I missed. I'm if sorry. If we did, we apologize. Let's get into this ship, though. So because, let's talk about the Mardi Gras. Yeah, because it is it is quite a ship. It is quite a ship. So first of all, we've broken it down into a few categories. We've got miscellaneous stuff that we want to tell you about the Mardi Gras. You want to go ahead, Kasaya? We'll just keep talking. Um, miscellaneous stuff. So you want to talk about embarkation and yeah. debarkation first? Yeah. What was embarkation and debarkation? Like? So embarkation was quick and easy. You walked in, they checked all your papers. They took a picture of your face and they said, go. Yeah. It was like, fast. That was it. It was fast. Um, it took a while for us because we got there like, like way early. Two hours early. <laughs> But that was okay because we just enjoyed the, you know, being at the cruise port and stuff was enough yeah. for us. I guess you could say, hey, Mike, love these fat lives here. Hello. Um, yeah. So, so it was, yeah, it was really easy, really fast. But you know what was even easier and faster? Debarkation. Oh my gosh. Easiest, quickest debarkation I've ever done. Yeah, exactly. Hands down. We, we wheeled our luggage off. So we didn't have that portion. Um, where you have to go get your luggage. We wheeled our luggage off. We walked up. There was there were two lines. They said, if you have passports this way, if you have ID and birth certificate this way, we have passports. So we went this way. We walked up to the iPad thing that takes a picture. It says, you're good to go. You leave. 
It did not like my face, though, so I had to go and have an officer actually say, yep, you are who you say you are. And that was so fast that from the time that they pulled me over, talked to him, got approval, she was just getting through the face scan thing. That's yeah. how quick it was. Done. So, so easy. So easy. It was it was amazing. It was really good. In fact, our friend Adam, who was on the ship with us, we hung out with him a lot. You'll see him in the vlogs and stuff quite a bit. And uh, and we actually like texted him. We're like, hey, are you uh, are you up at breakfast yet? It was like seven in the morning. He's like, I'm in the car driving home. We're like, what? So, yeah, yeah, we actually could have gotten off the ship. Probably. Well, actually, we timed it perfectly for the way because we carried our own bags off. And so they were they were doing it by muster station. And we literally we literally wheel our bags up to the place. And they were like, hey, you've got to wait for your muster station because I think it was British. And uh, and he was like, which muster station are you? And the, the lady on the PA or whoever it was. On the I'm PA, pretty sure it was Chris. Chris was like. All right, we're calling on F7 now. And we were like, that's us. That's us, bingo. So we were, boop, just off the ship. Yeah. It, was, it was beautiful. It was so easy. It's a beautiful thing. So, uh, but let's talk, let's go back and getting on the ship. First of all, I didn't cry when I crossed the threshold. I thought I was going to, but I think I was so excited. It was, it was a very, I was in shock. It was, yeah, it was weird. It was like, I knew I Surreal. was, I was so excited building up to it. And then once I was actually walking onto it, I was like, no, this isn't real. Right. It was crazy. And I was then like, we were on there. I didn't believe it was happening until we were on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. And you walk on and the first thing you notice, it's got that new cruise ship smell. Oh Yeah. Yeah. New cruise ship smell because it's a very new cruise ship, even though, you know, it should have been newer like a year or something ago, but very cool. So, so what are some other things we notice about this cruise ship, this Mardi Gras? Um, well, you want to start with the elevators? Yeah, We've already talked about them a little bit, Yeah. Um, but the elevators were really small. There were a lot of them. I think there were eight at each elevator section. But they were small. They were tiny. Um, most of the time, people like to crowd like yeah. like eight people in there, seven or eight people. They hold 17, apparently, I think is what the sign said. I don't I know would, how. I would say five to six was comfortable. Yes, barely. Now, under normal us. times. Yeah, under normal yeah. times. But, but yeah, so they, they were small. But they were fast. They were fast. They moved unless you stopped on every single floor. You know, those people that push the button to go up or down one floor which we did a couple times to be fair and i'm talking <laughs> totally capable people not people yes. that need the elevator which that's we, different which, which we did a couple times well, yes but, but there weren't other people <laughs> on that elevator. that's true that's we that's only true. did it when it was just us that's that's true uh yeah they were they were quick and if you hit more than three buttons it just cancels yeah. them out so you so can't you, get on there and go yeah. sorry prankster child you can't do that it doesn't work Neener, neener, neener. Uh, anyway, uh, you got, well, we got, but you used it mostly. We kind of traded it back and forth a little bit. The social media package with the internet, Adam had the full kit and caboodle with the internet package, I think. Yeah. And uh, and it was, it was, it was decent. It wasn't yeah. the fastest internet I've ever seen at sea, but. It did I, what it, we needed it to do. And I don't know how Adam's was. He didn't really, we didn't get a lot of input from him, but it seemed like it was working pretty well yeah. for him. I know. Uh, I know people have, we didn't do, we were going to do live streams. We just didn't. But um, I know other people have, like if Brian's still in here and they seem to work really well. 
So it's capable, capable internet. Now, they got a lot of automatic doors on this ship. A lot of automatic doors. And they got these weird buttons. And if you push the button, they're supposed to open. Now, they're also supposed to open when you walk near them. But the thing about these doors is that they're very inconsistent. Extraordinarily inconsistent. Sometimes you can walk right up to one and it doesn't open at all. Other times you can get six feet away and it'll open right up. Sometimes you press the button and it opens right up. Other times you press the button repeatedly and nothing happens. And then when you turn around to try and figure out what you're going to do, it opens up. So uh, I don't know if these were made by the Sirius Cybernetics Corporation, but uh, but they were annoying and they tried to kill Kimbra. On, Multiple on, times. Yes. Yes. Like as I'm walking through it, it started like shutting on me and like pushing. I'm like, what door? Yeah. I am here. It was weird. Carnival needs to sort that out because those doors were, there was something wrong with those doors. And it didn't matter. It wasn't like, oh, a bunch of people just went through. It didn't matter. It could have been a lot of people. It could have been nobody was around for a while. They were just inconsistent. They were consistently inconsistent. Yes. So, yes. so yeah. And then there were the public bathrooms. Which also had automatic door things. Which opened very well, but they didn't close so well. And they were small. So, like, I went to uh, use the restroom, shall we say. And, uh, and, and when I came back out, Kimber said that the door was open the whole time. Unfortunately, I was not facing the door. But, yeah. So, be aware of that. Uh, it's nice I, that the doors open automatically in a bathroom, a public bathroom. That's a good thing. But um, I also heard uh, from a couple people. I, I went to the public restroom once because I couldn't find very many of them. But they were there. They were there. They were just kind of hard to find, I think. Anyways. Kinda, yeah. Anyways, in the women's restroom, there were like two or three like regular walk in, lock the thing. But the one restroom had a hand wavy thing. And I guess if you didn't go in there and hand wavy it back the right way, then anybody could just walk in and hand wavy and then like walk in on you while you're using the restroom. So all of these automatic door things. They get they get they need to they need some of the they need some of the the bits figured out. They gotta yeah. be sorted a little bit still. You know, but it's not as bad. We have one at work that usually you, if you're going out of the building, you just open it. And so a lot of times I'm in a rush and I hit it really fast and hard. But sometimes if somebody just came through the other way, it does this weird lock thing. And I have like face planted into this door oh, yeah. on I more than one occasion. I thought I broke my nose yeah. once. Yeah. So at least that, at least the inconsistency makes you leery and you're like, I don't know what you're going to do door, but I'm prepared to <laughs> do whatever you do. We're going to, we're live playing a game. We're going to see what happens. So, so just be aware of that. But uh, then there's pixels, which is really cool because it's, it's all digital. So that's very, you know, that wins us over for environmental stuff because yeah. they're not wasting all that ink, all that got paper. iPads everywhere. Cost effective for them. The big columns of screens that you can walk up and touch, which is awesome. But you can also get all of your photos on the app. So you don't Nobody need ever any of that stuff. Yes. It's not necessary anymore. That was like a technology that was really cool. And then it just got its usefulness got passed by. 
Still glad that they do that that way. And it's nice because you can see it on a bigger screen if you're not using an iPad or something like that. But uh, but it's kind of funny because, yeah, nobody's ever there because you can just look at it on your phone. That's where we look at things in 2021. Since we're just, just real quick because we don't have any information on our list about this. The Carnival Hub app while you're on the ship is phenomenal. Yeah. That's another, I think, positive that come, has come out of yes. COVID. Is I mean, it's, these cruise apps have—they've had time to really hone their yeah, hone their like apps in. Anything that you can possibly think of, restaurant reservations, um, your things to do like the fun times, the pictures, um, the bolt reservation, which we'll talk about later. Um, everything is on that app, mm -hmm. and you don't need internet to use it. You just have to get on their Wi-Fi. Right. So I know that's kind of off topic, but since you were talking about it, I threw it in there. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Now, if you do have issues, you go to guest services, which is not in the atrium. It's off kind of between the atrium and the MDR, which is nice. It's got its own space. It's a big space. I don't know if it was because we were at 70-ish percent capacity, but we never really saw a big line. I think one time we saw a little bit of a line there, but um, it seemed like it was flowing pretty good. We had to go one time. I went twice. Twice. We had to go two times, and it was quick, right? I it was fast. Yeah. I The first time, I think there were two people in front of me. The second time, there was one person in front of me, and there were, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven guest services people, and it was constant. Next, next, yeah. next. Yeah, now, you may hear about power outages on the Mardi Gras, and this was a huge topic in the Facebook group for this sailing when people were like, afterwards, they were like, there, we had one power outage. It was while we were eating dinner, so sometime between like 8 and 9.30. It lasted probably for... Three minutes? Maybe. 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 It went out. It came back on. It went out again went out completely for a second and then came back on and then it was fine. Um, I'm not, I don't think it's a big concern. It didn't cause any, captain any came on, me. cruise director came on. They were like, we've got this under control. It's all, it's all right, captain. If we give her any marsh, it's going to blow. I mean, he's Scottish, but anyway, um, but yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think it's a big deal. We heard people talking about it. Like the, it was the Titanic about to hit an iceberg. Eh, it's, it's, it whatever. Was fine. it's a new ship. They'll sort it out. It's fine. Uh, that's my that's my thoughts on that. And then um, what else? Uh, the seating. There were chairs and tables everywhere. Lots the Serenity deck seating. was a huge space. Chairs of everywhere. And and good seating too. Yeah. Like there, I I think I think you're gonna hear us say something later on about capacity and crowds, but. Um, but I think that even if the ship was full, you would not have a hard time getting a place to, to like lounge and the serenity deck. You would not have a hard time finding a place to sit at the buffet. I love that they did this thing on the, by the pool, instead of having the seats to the side, but in the same sort of space as the pool, they kind of make it as these corridors on the sides, which separates it as more of a dining space. And so it was empty most of the time, but I think that's good because I think people will just eat there and then move on and go about their business instead of considering that like part of the pool area, which is always annoying when you just want to eat there. I'm just saying. So that, yeah, lots and lots of space and, and stuff. And also 
the shops were kind of spread out, which was kind of interesting. So, you know, a lot of times the shops are in one area. They like the liquor store was by guys, uh, pig and anchor. And then there were carnival stores were kind of up by sort of the, what were those by like they the were services six. and stuff? Or, no, no? The, the carnival shops were on six just past, um, fortune teller bar. Oh, okay. And then yeah. the jewelry stores were on seven near alchemy. Um, but it wasn't one centralized place. No, they were they were spread out on multiple floor floors. 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 They were spread out on multiple floors. <laughs> it was great. All right, and then we we have a question. Where was your favorite place to sit? Oh well, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Yes. So. Oh, actually, next. Next is the room. So we got a cove balcony. It was the least expensive balcony cabin that was available to us. But we are doing a cove balcony intentionally on the horizon. So we were like, eh, okay, phenomenal cabin. Love it. If I had a choice of balcony, I would go cove balcony every time. Like I liked it more than any other balcony I've ever had by far because, because it's close to the water, like probably 30 feet up from the water. Yeah. So your view of the water is awesome. Like you can really smell it. You know, you might get spray if there was strong seas or something, but there weren't. So, um, but yeah, it was great. Cause right before we sailed away, there were dolphins. Like they came to say goodbye to us. It was awesome. So, you know, and we, and we saw boobies flying around and uh, we could see them really, really well instead of just looking down at them or seeing them flying. We were like at the same level as Yeah, them. yeah. So it was it was really cool. The Cove balcony was great. It's a little more closed in. We're going to do, we did a room tour. We'll release that pretty soon. Um, but yeah, we were very, very happy with the Cove balcony for, the, for that reason. But just general cabin stuff. Okay, so lots of USB hubs or plugins, lots of USB outlets in the cabins. Light switches were very convenient. There were some when you come in. Uh, I heard people complaining because you had to put the card in the slot, which is, I think is a good thing. They put a plastic card in there. Like if you just left it in there, I don't know why you would complain about that. Like you could just leave it in there and you would never have to deal with it. Or you could be, you know, environmentally friendly and turn the lights yeah. off when you leave the room. I, I actually if you forget. I actually off. noticed when we went in to see Adam's room and film a little bit of that, he had a Costco card in his. Oh, so not everybody so, got the card. So you can put any, had a card. any card in there. Yeah. They they had one in there for us, so we didn't yeah. have to do that. Yeah, and the, and lots of lights. There were the little reading lights. If you've watched any room tours of the Mardi Gras, you've seen these little room lights. You know, they swivel and stuff. There's USBs right by the bed. Finally, Carnival, getting that right. That's good. But here's something kind of cool. We didn't realize this at first, but got up in the middle of the night to answer nature's call. And uh, and I was like, I got up, it was pitch black in the room, you know, that we curtains were closed and everything. And I, I kind of go to the bathroom, open the bathroom door, the light's on in there. I'm like, well, that was weird. Why did we leave the light on? Hit the light switch. The lights come on. I'm like, what is going on? Well, the lights in the bathroom go from like on to barely lit. It's a built-in nightlight. When the bathroom door is closed, you don't really see it, but you open it up. It's nice. It's soft light. It doesn't, you know, have that, I'm blind in the middle of the night thing when you need to go tinkle. And so it was great. I really liked it. I don't know if you can even turn it off all the way. 
but I, I thought it was a really cool thing because I've talked about bringing nightlights, brought nightlights, you know, that kind of thing. You don't have to do that because it's got that there. I don't know if you could see it at all through the door. No, maybe well, I mean, I bit, think even but, even regular with the lights on when that door is shut, you can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know because it's like that's one of the things about an interior cabinet. It's like it's pitch black. Yeah. In there, but um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool. And what else? Um, the mirror has uh, a light kind of bordered around it, so it looks like a like a selfie, like I'm, a circle. I'm hitting my microphone. Um, yeah, like a circle. So like. If you do your makeup there, it's probably really good. I don't wear makeup, so I don't know if it actually works for that. But it's really bright. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I love you. That's all. <laughs> uh, you know how quick we get ready. We're like, we're like, we from the time we wake up to the time we're out the door. This is at work. This is going to the steakhouse. It doesn't matter. It's like 15, 20 minutes. We're done. Okay. I know some of you guys are like, oh, really? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she's mine um anyway but yeah that that light was really cool i liked it yes that's all okay and now the audio on the balcony when the when the cruise director was speaking or the captain was speaking you had a different experience apparently but i'm sitting out on the balcony and the cruise director comes on and if you've ever seen a movie or something where they run the audio backwards or if you're like you know black sabbath or the beatles or whatever and you played your albums backwards and imagine you heard things this is what it sounded like it was like maybe it was my ears and the weird acoustics of where i was sitting but that was not it was not good which i don't know if we mentioned this on embarkation that was one issue carnival needs to sort out their audio system in the oh that's right in the port terminal because you could not hear any you were like it was like this you could i don't even know if you could hear that much it was bad yeah luckily so, they the people you know the staff handled it they were like letting people know once once everybody realized that nobody could hear anything they started walking around <laughs> with numbers up in the air to tell you what section to get in it's going. growing pains they're yeah. little things like that i mean it was fine they dealt with it they fixed the problem uh but yeah so the audio is a little weird what what else um let's see next we have you, oh, the, you skip around if you want. Yeah. What do we have here? Oh, the the shower head. So a lot of shower heads in in general, anywhere you go, hotels, cruises, your bathroom, um, have like a little changey do so you can change like the how it trickles out or blasts out or whatever. This one does not have that. And I really like that because when everybody goes in and changes it, it stops working. And then you're just stuck on whatever. And then you're just stuck with whatever awful setting somebody messed with. And that's not the thing. So it's just a nice shower. Whooshy. Whooshy. You know what I liked? I liked that I could literally step in the shower, turn the water on and adjust it. So it didn't scald me or freeze me in the shower. I could I could avoid the water enough that I could get it comfortable. Like that was cool. I I don't even know if I could do that at home. So that was nice. And I heard people complaining about water pressure. I don't know if they had problems. We did not. No, Our it was water fine. pressure was very nice. It was very comfortable. Uh, it was it was all good. It was it was very nice. Now I have on here. Don't be an annoying neighbor because um, look, if you have a balcony cabin and you want to listen to whatever you want to listen to, everybody else can hear that. Okay. Our neighbor was playing some blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, 
it was like several times. It was loud and first thing in the morning. One time, yes. One time I heard it and I just blasted a little no effects and then they turned theirs down. So I turned mine down. Did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, you want to give me your business? I'll give you my business. But but don't, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, yeah, glass shower door. And... We didn't talk about the glass shower door. Oh, I, I no, oh. I talked about the shower head. Well, we were talking about the shower. I know you skipped it, dude. Come on. The shower door is glass, and it's got a cool hinge that like pivots not on the end, but kind of yeah, partially towards the middle. So there's plenty of space for you to get in, but it's nice because you don't like stand in the teeny tiny shower with the the shower curtain like blowing in on you, and then mm -hmm. your your space is actually half of what it was. And then you step out into a like a a puddle a bog. of. Of, yeah. Yeah. Of towel and water. Yeah. Like it a, was like a towel bog. It, whoever decided to do this, I love you. Yes. Yes. It is. It is nice. I like the glass doors. And I heard people say the, like complain about the size of the bathrooms. I don't know what ships they've been on, but this cabin, I also heard them say the cabins were small. This cabin and the bathroom seemed like a normal sized carnival cabin, which is, seems bigger than some other cruise lines I've been on. And the bathroom, I heard people complaining about the, the layout, but I was like, this bathroom is more spacious than my old house's bathroom. Like it was fine. Like people were like, well, the toilet paper, you had to do this. And I'm like, okay, if you can't do this and reach the toilet paper, maybe you need to do a little yoga. But anyway, uh, it was, it seemed great to me. I thought it had a lot of storage space. I, I really was happy with the bathroom. The sink was nice. It, it was good. It was yeah. a good experience. Very nice. All right. So that's our room. So let's move on to activities. We have activities, entertainment, food, and drinks, and then our final thoughts. So um, let's go on to activities, and let's start with uh, with the one that this ship is infamous for. Bolt. <laughs> the roller coaster. Yes. Yes. So we wrote it. We did. We were excited-ish about it. Yeah, put, and put the picture up of us on the. Uh, oh, on, but we that's we right. loaded we, some pictures and then we've totally forgotten. Um, the you didn't give me that one. I didn't give you that one. Nope, don't have that one. Dag nabbit. So okay, go well, ahead and find that. Watch the. Oh yeah, you want me yeah. to try and find it? Yeah, just find the picture. Okay, I'll try and find. Um. It. So Bolt is fifteen dollars per person. It goes around the loop once. It's about thirty seconds long, and it's got like a like a throttle and then like an extra boost so you, it goes at a speed but you can make it go faster which i guess would make it less than 30 seconds if it goes faster yeah i don't know how that works um but it's it goes up to 35 miles per hour it was fun i liked it oh oh you're putting it on that way why don't you just send it to me oh you want me to send it to you just email it to me okay. i can throw it on there real quick okay um Unless you're whatever. No, it's all good. You I choose. It. I got it under control, Kimba. Yeah. So um, it was fun. It was fast. It was quick. It was too short, but it was fun. Is it worth $15 per person? No, probably not. No, I, I would say no. No. I would say it's, it's not worth, it's not worth $15. Maybe it is the first time. To do it once. Yeah. Sure. Because. Because it's the only place you can do it. Now, if other cruise ships start coming out with roller coasters, maybe my thought would be different. <laughs> but for now, $15 for one time, 
So for the two of us, it was 30. If, if you can't do that math, $30 for 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it was cool. Like it has the throttle. It has a booster button. Like it's not that it's not a good ride. It is a good ride. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but the, the reality is that um, it's just, it's just a lot of money. Like they need to give you three times around three times around. I would be like, okay, then you get a minute and a half or something like that. And, and it wasn't like there were long lines waiting to get on this thing. It was just expensive. So I, I don't know. It, it was okay. Uh, you know, I don't want to bash it. I also know that I'm not, I was not very excited about a roller coaster anyway. Cause I'm like, if I want roller coasters, I go to a theme park, not a cruise ship, but it's cool. And, and so the other problem with it is that it was closed a lot, a lot. If it rains, it closes. If there's a breeze blowing, it closes. If somebody farts in Kansas, it closes. So it's it's just closed all the time. You get you know when it's open, it's open in port, which is great if you want to see the port and there are some beautiful scenes you can get. But if you want to just open ocean, you better be there right at the right time when the seas are calm and the winds are right and everything. Otherwise, it's not going to run. So. I don't know. Mixed feelings about Bolt, but I'm glad we did it. Did you send that picture? I did enjoy it. I emailed it to you. Who knows which email I sent it to? Let me try it again. Well, I mean, it's not even showing up, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll try it again. It's fine. It. It'll show up eventually. Okay. Anyways, um, so the other thing is there are some requirements for Bolt. So you can't be over six, three... Six something. I don't remember what the height is. You get a six, three sounds. I don't know. There, six, yeah. six something. Um, th 300 pounds is the capacity and they do weigh you. So when you get up to the top, you have to stand on a scale that has a light up at the top and you have to scan there, stand there. They said three seconds. And I guess if the light goes off, you weigh too much. The light didn't <laughs> go off for us. So I guess we were good to go. I was so happy. It didn't give me a number. Cause I had already been on the cruise for a little bit and I'm like, I don't want to see this number. Yeah. So there's that you have to have closed toed shoes. And you can't wear any swimwear. There was actually a lady that was getting on in front of us whose shirt was wet. Like she had put it on over her swim stuff. And they like interrogated her to make sure that she did not have any yeah. swim stuff on. She was like, no, this did have swim stuff on, but I changed and I put the shirt back on. Why you would put a wet shirt back on, I don't know. But they were still like. Mm. Yeah, but they did let her go. Yeah. So they are pretty strict about that kind of stuff. I had my cell phone in a zipped up pocket on the on like cargo shorts, and like they saw it in there as I was as I was already on the thing. And the guy's like, "What do you have in your pocket?" I'm like, "It's my cell phone." I'm like, "It's zipped up." He's like, "Okay, next time you put it in the locker." And I was like, "Okay, that's cool." And then before the he let me go, he's like, "Can you just take it out?" And I'm like. Dude, it's fine. Here, take it, take it, put it in the thing. So I don't know if he was worried about me filming it. I don't know if he was worried about it falling out of the zipped up pocket that it was in. I don't know. But yeah, they're very particular about that sort of thing. They they made, uh, well, they, they kind of made Adam take his glasses off. Yeah, I guess. His and, sunglasses. Yeah, so they're concerned about it, which I mean, that's fine. Safety first, whatever. All right, and then what about the water slides? The water slides were cool. There were three water slides. Tell us about those water slides. Well, you're not going to see a picture of us on the vault thing because it's not coming through. So there's <laughs> that. Um, so the water slides, 
There were three of them. There was a blue one, an orange one, and a yellow one. We're going to start with the yellow one because that's the one I did twice. <laughs> so the yellow one is just your average water slide. You go and you slide. It's uh, twisty. It's loopy. It's turny. It splashes at the end. It's a fun, moderate water slide. Right? Yeah, I would say so. I may be popping up there in a second. If oh, I do, just ignore so or just turn me off there. Yeah, yeah, that and and you um there I am. Boop, You're there out. I'm gone. Yep. So yeah, it was it was a fun, it was a fun water slide. It was a it was a standard water slide. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was a good water and then, slide. And then and then the blue one, um, they, it was closed because you ride on a mat, not me, but like a mat, and it was windy. It was pretty windy um the first like going down. And so they didn't want you to take the mats up there, which I get it because I've done those with the inner tubes and I thought and I was going to get flown off the ship like a parasailer. But uh, but then the last day we're like, okay, calm. It's calm. I think we were even in port still. Yeah. And it was closed. And we're like, why is it closed? And one person said they found a crack in it. Two people said that they found a crack. And another guy said something else I couldn't understand. But um, it's broken. So. That kind of sucked. But then tell us about your favorite water slide, Kimber. My least favorite water slide <laughs> was the orange one. And the orange one is the one that you you go in and you stand up and they close the door like a capsule. <laughs> and then it counts down four, three, two, one. And they push the button and you fall. And it's really flipping fast. Um, and it would have been okay if the first time it counted down, it went. She was nervous I was first terrified. Time. I, I do not like things that drop. Droppy rides scare me. Droppy things scare me. So this is a droppy slide. Terrified. I'm in this thing. I'm like holding myself, closing my <laughs> eyes, shaking. And it counts down. Four, three, two, one. Nothing. Four, three, two, one. Nothing. It did this like four or five times. And the guy out there is like, like pushing and pushing the button and I'm shaking and he's like, you good? And I'm like, just go. She, th she thought the guy was messing with her or something. Then I saw him out there. He's like banging on the machine. Like, come on, come on, open up. And I'm like, Oh, I was getting a little concerned for you, but, but it opened eventually. It, it did. It went, um, I can't tell you much about it. My, I, it took my breath away for the first, I'd say five seconds. I wasn't breathing. Um, and then I finally was like, <gasps> um, my eyes were shut. I was holding my nose for the splash at the end. I didn't want water up my nose. Um, I will never do it again, but it was, it was okay. I thought I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's, I've been on another roller coaster or roller coaster, another water slide that was similar. Uh, and it was fun as well. So yeah, but, uh, <laughs> all right. So, so. Then we played mini golf and there's a mini golf course on the ship. And it was nice. It was in a good location. It was a fun course. It was very pretty. It was under bolt. So it was yeah, fun because you could cool. watch bolt go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think bolt was going when we were playing, but you could, if it was going. Wasn't super busy. Anytime that we were up there, that wasn't too busy. Uh, the only thing I'll say is that um, instead of walls, it's just slightly higher turf and the ball just rolls right over it. So uh, you don't get that like, if you want to, if you're a person that likes to bank golf balls off of things, you're not going to have that experience. They're all going to go out of bounds, and um, but that's okay. It was still, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed our time doing mini golf. I'm actually surprised we only did it the one time. 
but we there, there was so much to do. There wasn't time that to do it again. That is true. That is true. What's the next thing on there? Next, we have swimming pools. There were a lot of pools. Um, there were two infinity pools, one that was more of an infinity pool than the other. But there was one on deck eight that actually looked over into the water. And then there was one on deck 16 that looked over onto the decks below it. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool. Like the water came right up to the glass. However, um, it is like a shallow, like there's a shallow water area that you can like step or sit in. And then there's like the pool. So the shallow part is what goes up to the glass. Yeah. So the pool itself does not go right up to the glass. Unless you're in the Havana area. Which it does do that. And that's really glass. cool. Yeah. But it's still a beautiful view. And it's still a really, a really nice pool. Only thing is, it was always crowded. Always. Always. All the swimming pools were crowded all the time. Yes. Even on this low capacity ship. Yes. The the pool on deck eight, though, in the in the aft, it had these cool white chairs that sat in like the shallow part. So you could be in the water without being in the water. So that was cool. I did yeah. like those. Yeah. Uh, and then hot tubs, there were they were a plenty. There were seven hot tubs and um Two of them on deck eight were actually very different. They were like long and they, they looked like they had seats on either side, but it wasn't. It was like uh, you sat on one side and then your feet went on the other. They were deceptively shallow, but they were very comfortable, beautiful. All the hot tubs had good views, but the, the ones on the side, magnificent views. We actually did the sail away from Puerto Rico, Puerto, Puerto Rico there, and it was it was wonderful. The water temperature was warm. It wasn't, they weren't hot, hot tubs. Uh, first day I was like, I wish these were a little bit hotter, but they were good enough. But then as the cruise goes on, you know, and you're in there in the middle of the day, you don't really want it to be super hot. So it was, it was a pretty good experience. I, I, I have to say I enjoyed the hot tubs on the ship. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else? We have the jogging track. So the jogging track was on deck is it 18? The one with the mini golf. Yes, where the mini golf was. Where the water slides come out at. Yes, and um, the the sports court, all, basically all the the like outdoor activity things that kids or kid adults would do. <laughs> um, so the jogging track went all around the outside of that deck, and it was located in a really bad place. It was very skinny and narrow, but it was literally the walkway to get around that area. So anybody that was running or walking on that track, or if you were just walking to get to another part of that deck, you were run over or somebody was in your way, or it just was not located properly well it wasn't wide enough and i think normally yeah. it would have been fine because normally there's nobody up there jogging around or very few people up there jogging, maybe certain times of the day but for whatever reason that deck was busy like i think it's because that's also where the kids were playing and people wanted to see bolt uh it wasn't a huge deal but it was a little weird like you're you felt like you're in the way you went over or something like that but you know it was fine um and then we did we did some trivia we did some fun games. They had a lot of free time on their hands. They came with some new games to try out. Some of them were, well, they were really fun. Some of them have a little bit of, uh, you know, they got to iron out the wrinkles and stuff. Yeah, there, but, was, there was one game that we we did that they said all of the crew came up with it um, 
during during shutdown when they were all quarantined and stuff. So it was it co- it was definitely a game that was just kind of thrown together. Well, it, I think as being somebody who de- designs games for classes and things like that, I think I know what happened is that they had a really grand plan and they made it overcomplicated. And then when they went to actually do it, those complications bogged it down. But it was still a lot of fun. We still had a lot of fun. And they'll they'll iron those out and it'll and it'll go smoother. Oh, yeah. It they'll was they'll fun. figure it out. It was still de- definitely I would try those games if you if you're a person that likes kind of games and stuff. They're, they're different, they're unique, they're fun, they're gonna work out the kinks and it's gonna be good. Um, we enjoyed them. And then trivia, there was a lot of trivia on the ship. So much we only trivia. Did, we only did what two two, yeah. two trivias. That's it. And uh one of them was Harry Potter, and the other one was Star Trek. So uh, these were both in the Limelight Lounge, which has a lot of cool lighting. There's like a big screen behind it. It was a cool space. It was a very neat space. And uh, and we did get, thanks to Adam, a ship on a stick. A ship on a stick. That's right. We got a Mardi Gras ship on a stick. Unfortunately, it was not from Harry Potter trivia. No. No, it was from Star Trek, and it's all Adam. But I still accept it because (laughs) I had some of the answers for Star Trek trivia. We had we got eighteen out of twenty-one in Star Trek trivia. Um, I would have only gotten sixteen out of twenty-one. So Adam got the other two, and then he was kind enough, and then he had to go up there. Was tied, and he and he had to go up there and and win that like sort of end question thing, and uh, and he was kind enough to uh, to give Kimbra. The ship on a stick. So thank you, Adam, for that. And uh, yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun. And and you know, if you stick around after the credits, we'll tell you what questions we missed. See if yes. you guys can get those. All right, that's all for activities. Entertainment. We didn't missed one. Did I? You didn't. Did you talk about oh, that? No, I didn't. You just marked it. Oh my gosh. Talk about it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Talk about talk about that one. So Family Feud. So this is uh, the new show that they're doing on. The, is it just on Mardi Gras or are they doing it on other ships? I don't know. I think it's just on Mardi Gras. Okay. Well, it's like legit family feud. It's awesome. Like they have auditions for teams to come on and they do all the questions. They do the things. They have the buttons. They like it is. If you've ever seen family feud, it is. It is legit. It's cool. It was a lot of fun. They do three different versions of it. The kids version, which we didn't see. The regular version, which was amazing. And then they do an adult version, which was harder questions. Did you just say all this? But it wasn't. No, I didn't say okay, that. Okay. But, it, but it wasn't really that much different. I think our favorite was a regular version. Yep. The adult version wasn't really that adult, by no. the way. But it was more difficult, though. It was definitely more challenging. But it was a, if you, I love Family Feud. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a really good game show. Really, really enjoyed that quite a bit. So Family Feud was awesome. And uh, let's see. Our next okay. section is entertainment. Entertainment. All right. Get us started. Yes. So we did go to one theater show with the Playlist Productions, and um, it was not good. No. No. It was uh, boring. And yeah, so we left about halfway through. It was also... So the other thing is this this show was in the, the theater, which is on deck seven. However, it's hard to find. The only <laughs> way you can get to this theater 
is to either go through the casino, which is on deck seven. The casino, by the way, is um, split off into smoking and non-smoking section. So if you go through the wrong door, um, you're stuck in the smoking section. If you go through the right door, you're good to go. Um, but you can only get to the theater through the casino. Or if you come from level eight and go down the stairs or come from level six and go up the stairs. So it was not easy to find. But we found it. Well, once you know what it is, it's it's all good. Well, you just got to, you know, so scope that out. When you're doing your ship, you know, discovery and exploration, make sure you look for that specifically. But, yeah, I mean, I those of you that know me know that that's not my favorite thing uh, anyway. But this one was. It was like, like I didn't mm, like it. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just wasn't. Now, there was good music on the ship. There was a lot of good music on the ship. And uh, there were live bands playing. Um, one of the bars had the violin people playing, which was phenomenal. They had like an acoustic guy that was doing like different songs from different centuries, centuries, decades, not centuries. <laughs> and, and it was good. It was good. It was in the background when we were at the different bars and stuff. Uh, but the highlight for me, and I think for Kimbra, was when the cruise director did his show. Yes, the Flying Scotsman show. And he's um, Scottish. He's Scottish. And I can't even do it now. You got me. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I really enjoyed listening to him talk. <laughs> he's got a Scottish accent. Sometimes. Sometimes he doesn't. That's true. Sometimes he Sometimes does. he had it more. Sometimes when, he doesn't. I feel like when he's just like talking, that's when the Scottish accent like really happened. I think he can do an American accent and sometimes he does that. Yeah. And, yeah. Like when he was hosting family feud, he sounded like an American, but when he was doing his concert, he was definitely Scottish and he, he's basically a very talented man. He sings um, all these different songs from various genres of music. He's entertaining. He's fun. He's funny. It was a great experience right in that center stage, the atrium area, three, uh, like floors up and just open up. Um, it's a different atrium than most cruise ships, but it's way, way of an upgrade over the a, Vista class. It's got ships. a huge, whoa, <laughs> a huge window um, that like screens can come down in front of and like flip up and stuff. But the window is, it's also, he wears a kilt. But there are, he does wear stuff underneath it. Yeah. At least for that show, he does. They, I know Dave and Brandy are big fans, and they've seen it. They're saying that is Chris. Chris's show is amazing. His name is Chris. Yes, it was. It was very wonderful. It was great. It was. That is the kind of entertainment I want to see. Yeah. With singing and dancing. I don't want to see some weird popified modern version of songs that I used to like until they ruin them. But anyway, um, yeah. And then let's get into the food. The, the food. food. There's so much food on this cruise. Oh, my gosh. There is a lot of food on this ship. And let me just tell you, looking at the comments in the Facebook group for this cruise and people's, like, opinions on the food and bashing them. And it's mostly, and no offense if you're a Royal Caribbean fan, but it's mostly Royal Caribbean people because they always have to say that. They're always like, well, I'm used to Royal Caribbean and the carnival food suck. And I'm like, dude, or do that, if you got nothing but sucky food on this cruise. I don't know where you were eating, but you either have very, very strange taste or something was really wrong because the food on the ship on the whole was magnificent. I mean, really good, really, really good. So 
so yeah, so that's my little snippet there. But uh, one of the things we noticed is there's sinks everywhere. And this ship was built before there was a pandemic. And I think that's a great thing. Sinks by all the restaurants, the free restaurants, everything. Sinks, sinks, sinks. So you can wash your hands. You know, I mean, hand sanitizer is great, but just think about this. If you have poop on your hands, and I'm not saying it's yours, it could be from, you know, an insect or a bird. Okay, say you put your hand in the railing, there's bird poop on there. All right, now you can clean it with hand sanitizer. You might sterilize it, but it's still there. And you it's need, everywhere else now, too. Yeah, you need to wash your hands with soap and water. You know, sing the happy birthday song twice or whatever. You can do that because there's sinks all over the place. Or if you have an Apple Watch, it counts down for you. you can, One you of can the newer ones. You can do that. Yeah. So so sinks everywhere. So uh, let's go over the food. Buffet. The buffet. So the buffet was pretty small. Um, there were There were two sections of it, but most of the time, only half of it was open. So, yeah. We didn't, we didn't really eat. We grabbed some bread, I think, the first night. Yeah. But we didn't really eat the buffet. Um, no, no, we didn't need to because there was so much other food on there. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, lots, lots of seating, but small buffet. The soft serve was in effect, people. It was in effect. There were three soft serve stations on three different decks, eight, 16, and 17 soft serve. Two things built in, not those janky machines just sitting there. It was, it was good. It was on point. So uh, very happy with the soft serve. And when you pull the lever, it doesn't like go, it's like, and your soft oh, serve yeah. is there. You got to be careful. The first one, I tried to film it. It took me off guard. It ended up on my hand. You'll see that in the vlogs. But uh, but man, it's, it's quick. It's fast. It was never broken down. There were never, maybe because of the times, there was never a bunch of kids over there like causing problems because there always are. But it was good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I see. <laughs> uh, Brian was like, oh, I liked Chris as, as an entertainer, but not so much as a cruise director. I think Chris, the Flying Scotsman, I, I said to Kimber, I said, he's kind of like black licorice or blue cheese. Like people seem to either be hot or cold on him. I I like him, uh, but I like, I like the kilt. I like the Scottish accent too. Um, but yes, I, I've noticed that people are either like, yes, the flying Scotsman, or they're like, uh, he was a bit much. So he's a bit too taste, but uh, but we enjoyed it. But he's not the normal cruise director on the ship either. The one who normally will be on the ship, his wife had a baby, so he's on paternity leave, I think. So yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, what's up? I guess I should do this one. Guy's Burger. There were no bacon fixings, fixings on the fixings bar. So yeah. you had to get the pig one, you know, with the, which is not quite the same, but it's still guys burger is big. It feels like it's its own space. There's a lot of seating there. Um, it was quick. It was the same delicious guys burger that I love. Um, the bacon thing is not carnival's fault. There's just some weird pig shortage or bacon shortage or something going around, but, but yeah, guys burger was, was good as usual. And I love the space for it. I love the space. It's not in the middle of the pool deck. So you've got to like block the way to get a guys burger. It's got its own area, which is wonderful and way better, way better than that tripe that they have on Royal Caribbean burgers. Just saying. And that costs and you money. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. And guys burgers is included. Not trying to start any wars, but you know. 
So just just real quick, somebody there, there were fixings at the burger bar, just no bacon. Yeah. Brian, yeah. We we got a we just got a comment from somebody. It says Facebook user. Um, I don't know who you are because it says Facebook user. There is in the description a little link that says click this so that StreamYard and Facebook talk to each other. Also, thank you for your lovely comment. Brian <laughs> says there were bacon. There was bacon on his ceiling. He was on right before us or two weeks he was the he was, week yeah, before right because he was like in the cab by the time we got there and that was early well all of the the posts and stuff about bacon came up like at the end of yeah I, I think we so just we just got the, we missed the, the bacon. bad you bacon ate first. all my bacon yeah it's your fault brian <laughs> no there's a blue iguana. Oh, oh it's oh it's takara thank you oh <laughs> takara she worked out every day that's Kimbra's trainer. <laughs> Every day she worked out. I mean, we did get a lot of steps in. And stairs. A lot of steps. And and with elevation. Yeah. We we did go to the gym. We looked at it. And we looked at it. And we left. But yeah, anyway. Blue Iguana. Blue Iguana was really good. Um, so this is actually only my second ship with a blue iguana. The first time I only had the breakfast burritos there. Um, this one, I actually tried the tacos too, and they were yummy. I was going to do a, a little a little video thing for Anthony because he said he can eat 10 tacos. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I ate two tacos. So you win. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and again, it's got its own space. It's not in the middle of, of the way of everything. You go to it. It's big. It's it's good. I really like how they did the layout. The layout on the ship is phenomenal. I I heard some people knocking that too. I thought the layout was great on the ship. Overall, very happy with it. Now, big chicken. Oh, Shaq's big, big chicken. chicken. They have breakfast. They have lunch. I am not a big... I like chicken sandwiches. They're okay. But I'm definitely a burger guy. Big chicken. I would be happy if there was a big chicken and no guy's burger on the ship. It was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh my gosh. What there's four sandwiches you can get and chicken tenders. Four sandwiches and we chicken tried tenders. between the two of us, we tried all of them. And they were all good. Your favorite one was the the MDE, the most dominant ever. Yeah. And which my, is yeah, is it just basically just the chicken sandwich? They do put the shack sauce on there and pickles. It's just a sh straight up chicken sandwich. And mine good. was the shack attack, which has jalapeno slaw barbecue and actually it was wonderful sandwich i'd probably pre i preferred the shack sauce i would do that and put some shack sauce on which you could do they have the shack sauce on the little condiment thing and the pickles they called them sweet and spicy they were good pickles they were different i think than the pickles they put on your sandwich yeah they put regular pickles is, on your sandwich which is weird but uh but yeah i can't say enough how and about those fries the fries oh they're like oh they're, they're so like, good like Thin. so good. Oh my gosh. I'm so hungry right now. Oh man, they were good. And the breakfast sandwich. The breakfast sandwich. Oh you my can gosh. get you can get breakfast sandwiches like bacon or sausage, but you get the get the chicken and biscuit. I am not a chicken for breakfast person at all. But that's like spicy. It's not spicy. It's, it's not sweet, spicy. chili, honey. Oh, it, it was, was good. good. I ate so much on this cruise. I ate so much. It and was we'll like, do it again in 27 days. I don't think I'm going to eat like that on the next. It was like I had never cruised before. And and like I just, I made myself upset, like stomach upset, 
the first couple days. It was bad. We've been dieting for so long. And then I just was like, it was bad, but it was so good. <laughs> so good. So good. And the problem is all the food on this cruise was good. Almost everything we had and was I wanted, I wanted to keep eating it yes. and trying it. Yes. And it's like, oh, I tasted that, but I want it five more times. But yes. So moving on, one thing we didn't get to try. Was Street Eats. Which is not because we didn't want to. We just didn't have the stomach capacity for it. Yeah, but it's there's like three little stands and each one has like a theme. Like there's the fries one and there's the steamed one and there's the other one. Um, <laughs> but the, they have whatever their item is changes every day. So each day you can go get something different from Street Eats. And, the, and it was interesting stuff. One has some kind of weird fry concoction. One's like a steamed thing, I think, and one's... I literally just said that. Did you? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yes, so listen to her. She's smarter than me. Um, but it, it looked really good. There's a seafood shack next to it. That's yes. not included. Everything else we've mentioned so far, food-wise, has been included and will be included. So including the next thing we include in this list, which is the Pizzeria del Capitano, which had really good pizza, no lines, they make the pizza in front of you, which I know they sort of do that on other ones, but everything's out front. There's no going in the back. It's all out front, in your face. You can see it. Never had a wait in line. They always had pizza, always coming out of the oven. Adam says it was better than the regular pizza. I don't know that I disagree. It's just been like, you know, more than two years since I've had carnival pizza, so I don't remember. But they had the, the usual suspects, you know, the usual types, and it was good. It was very, very good. 24 hours. Yes. And then Piazza Panini, which is like the deli. Piazza Panini. They had like the deli sandwiches and they had paninis. And uh, yeah, they, they had like deli sandwiches and then some. What did I do? I broke my. I don't know. What oh, here we do? go. Here we go. Um, yeah, they had they had deli sandwiches and and more. I thought maybe we had a picture of that, but I don't think I made it that one on there. No. Um, and. And it was, it was good stuff. Like I had a Reuben. The Reuben was good, but they didn't leave it in long enough. So the middle was cold, but it would have been good if they had left it in long enough. But they had like steak and, you know, like kind of like a cheesesteak kind of thing. They had a lot of different options yeah. for you there. And it, it was, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff, man. So, um, yeah, we. We ate a lot on this cruise. Hey, my trainer's on here. Be careful what you say. I ate a lot on this cruise. She ate salads. She was like, working out, man. Come on, let's go get some yeah. salads. Yeah, she's going <laughs> to do your measurements. She's going to know. Yeah, I, I have 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was good. Then then we get into the things that were included on for now, but are not always included. And that's like Chebang. Yes, Chibang is like part Chinese, part Mexican. So you get... Not combined, though. You get no, no, either no. or. Yeah, it's one or the other. And we went for lunch, which is like either a build your own... Um, build... This car is going to kill you. I know. So work out. I know. I just you know that. <laughs> she, that's what she just said. <laughs> oh. Anyways... So it's a build your own noodle bowl or a build your own burrito bowl, or they have like some that are like pre-made that you can like choose that one. Mm -hmm. It was 
Eh. It was probably our worst food experience. Yeah. I w- we did the lunch, not the dinner. Which I said. Which she said. But I can only process one thing at a time because I'm a man. But um, <laughs> but yeah, my mine was terrible. Honestly, I got the Mexican with the... Um, I don't remember what it was. So the it the was carnitas. 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 It was horrible. It was really gross. So here's what I have to say. I'm one of those people that like doesn't go crazy on my food. Like I'm pretty boring when it comes to food. This noodle bowl was bland. Yeah, they asked for extra sauce. For for Kimbra to say that my food was bland meant that this food was bland. Yeah. Yeah. However, however, they redeemed themselves Slightly. somewhat with their desserts because the desserts were amazing. They had um, a, they had a, what was it? A, a churro. A churro, which was kind of a round churro with vanilla ice cream. It's very good. And then they had a flan with some sort of magic cream stuff that was just amazing. Like I would go there just for the dessert. It was so good. Yeah. And that was it. That was all they had on offer. You know they what? had no that, Chinese desserts. That, they just had Mexican that desserts. That flan was maybe... Fantastic. Maybe one of my favorite desserts on this cruise. It was really good. I would not disagree with that. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. And then we get the guys pig and anchor, which lunch is always included, but dinner is on right now on the Mardi Gras is inclu- included. Otherwise, it's a la carte. And um, I don't know if I don't know if Lovey's still in here. I don't remember what I know he tried it. Uh, it was okay. It was all right. Like it wasn't bad. But it was not my favorite thing on the ship. Yeah. If I had paid for it, I would have been like, eh, okay, okay. The dessert, again, really good. Yep. I loved the ambiance of the place. I loved the casualness of it. It was very fast. Um, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have felt like I got ripped off if I had paid for it. But considering the other food options, I don't know if I'd have gone there for dinner. Uh, maybe, maybe. But the pulled pork was good. That was pretty good. But yeah, sorry, I'm just reading what's to come for my week. <laughs> the uh, the the uh, brisket, mm, and that's usually my favorite. Brisket was disappointing, and the ribs were okay. So pulled pork, good. Ribs okay. Uh, brisket disappointing. The mac and cheese was really good. Mac and cheese was good. The beans. I thought were good. She didn't like them, but she's not really a bean person. It's got to be just right. I thought they were they were decent. They weren't my favorite beans ever, but they were good. Um, but yeah, the dessert, I had some kind of banana pie, bourbon banana pie. Uh, didn't get a ton of bourbon off of it, but it was a really good fresh banana tasting pie. It was very good. And what did you have? For I had apple cobbler. And you liked that, right? It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um, also... They have shuffleboard there, which I was happy because I was really worried they wouldn't have shuffleboard since it, they got rid of the Red Frog Pub, which is one of my favorite venues, and replaced it with this. But they did have shuffleboard. However, and I don't know if Dave and Brandy are still on here, I tried that smoked porter. Didn't really like it. It was not smoky at all. It was just a, it was just a porter. Like it was okay. It was a porter, but it wasn't like great. However, you got a smoked drink. Yes, this and it was is amazing, the smoked right? watermelon margarita. It was delicious, like super she yummy. She loved it. Yeah, she I got really it twice. liked it. I was surprised. I didn't think she would like smoky 
drinks. We had a lot of smoky drinks on this. We're gonna, this is going to be like a three-hour episode. But um, <laughs> all right. So let's let's see. Cucino del Capitano. Lunch is free. Dinner is included right now. Otherwise, it's fifteen bucks. Um, they do have a sit-down breakfast if you go in the morning. Um, the barbecue place has a buffet breakfast. So if you want to avoid crowds, if there's a lot of crowds, you can do that. But we did Cucina's on the last night of the cruise and mamma mia. Phenomenal. It was out. It was so a fantastico. Good. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was definitely good. And I've had Cucina before and it was, yeah, it was really good. Really enjoyed it. Um, great food there. And I don't like Italian food. Like I don't like pasta. And I shouldn't say I don't like Italian food. I don't so like. You didn't get like no. Italian-y food. No, I got, I got, uh, I got the, the, um, was it beef? Short ribs. Short ribs or spare ribs? Spare ribs. One of the two. They were really good. <laughs> they were very good. And, and the uh, sauce that was on them was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And then like stuffed mushrooms, which were not as good as the steakhouse ones, but they were really was that good. that stuffed mushrooms there? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And um, and something else that I can't remember how to pronounce it. That was... You got lentils. That was my side dish. This was the appetizer. I don't even know what I got as an appetizer. <laughs> I don't remember the dessert. Was it tiramisu? I got tiramisu. No, I got something else. You got else. those little puffy ricotta Those were things. good. Yeah, yeah, some kind of puffy ricotta thing. Anyway, they were really good. So, so yeah, so that was no, good. No, we got known as meatball. That's right. Known as meatball. I thought I got stuff. I got stuff. Oh, I got them at dinner. MDR. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's so much food on this cruise. And it I should was have taken notes. Overwhelmingly this positive. This is why we need the fun times. So I can <laughs> right. take notes. I don't know. We have a lot of notes here and we're still messing up. Uh, <laughs> Java Blue coffee. You get your fancy coffee. You do have to pay for it. You can get some sweet things that you got to pay for as well. Not those kind of sweet things you got to pay. And you can get savory, which is included. We had empanadas. Yes. We also those. did breakfast one day there. Yes, you get breakfast sandwiches yes. and stuff. Um, the empanadas were amazing. We got a beef one and a cheese one, cut them in half and shared them. We did not eat one of each, Takara. We did share, um, but they were delicious. They were very good. They were really, really good. Like I thought they might be okay. No, they were. They were really good. They were so good. Uh, and the, then the, I do have to say yeah. they would have been better if it was mixed together. The beef one was a little beefy. I liked it. I guess I like beefy. But um, but yeah, no, I agree though. If you if you mixed, if you combine them, it would be like the Reese's peanut butter cup of empanadas. Yeah. So but it was, but they were good. They were really good. And then other places that we didn't really go to, Bonsai Teppanyaki. Adam went there, said it was really good. Bonsai sushi. Uh, we don't eat seafood, so we didn't go there. Rudy's Sea Grill looks really interesting. We didn't go there. It's seafood. It's an upcharge. Uh, Emerald's Bistro, it's a la carte. We never saw anybody eating there. I don't even know what they have. I think it, I think it's a little bit seafoody there. Mm. Not even sure. Uh, Carnival's Kitchen, you can sign up and do like a class thing. We didn't do that, but it looked interesting. They got a whole area for it. Looks kind of cool. And um, yeah, most of the paid options, though, that were on right now or seafood yeah so that was fun that for worked us. out for us <laughs> jakara wants to know if we have any pictures of what we ate we took some pictures but we we vlogged a lot of it too so as we get yes. our vlogs out you'll be able to see some of that tiny stuff. portions teeny Small. tiny like i took one bite for like each meal didn't gain a pound yeah it might it might pull me in there for a second pull me back out it, it kicked me out for a second 
There you go. <laughs> um, and then the creme de la creme of our. You don't have a picture of this, do you? Cruise experience. I don't. No, not that's not fine. uploaded on here. That's fine. But we did vlog it. Um, and that was Fahrenheit 555. 38 bucks a head. It's like a 15 course meal. Not really, but it's it's a lot of it's a lot of food. It was so good though. Oh man. It was worth all 38 of those dollars. We they start you off with this chef thing they just give you. It's like this little bitty, it's little bitty potato with, with an delicious spoon. cheese, a little spoon. It's very quaint, it's very cute. But oh man, it was good. And then you order your your appetizer, which we got the baked onion soup. And stuffed mushrooms. And stuffed mushrooms. <laughs> The bacon onion soup. Oh, I don't. It, oh. What's What's so sad is it comes in this very Somebody's large. Somebody's just listening to this podcast. Bowl. It might sound like something. It was. <laughs> it comes in this very large bowl, and because we had so much more food on its way, we ate like less than a quarter of it. We ate the cheese and the we bread, ate, though. <laughs> we ate the cheese. <laughs> and the bread. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. And then and then we got and then we like put out a poll in the cruising community. We're like, what kind of steak should we get? And we got all kinds of responses from people whose opinions we trust. So we didn't know what to do. But the most common response was the cowboy steak, which is an 18-ounce steak. So that's what we both ordered. And they like boom. <laughs> like I think it was this big, right? Like it was this big. It was big. It was it was this big. Now, there's a bone in it, okay? So that's some of the weight. We didn't eat all of those steaks, but, man, we gave it our best college try. And and it was whoever recommended the cowboy steak, thank you. I'm sure all the other steaks are magnificent as well, but we were not sad by the cowboy steak. It was so good. I, I also so just want to throw in here real quick. It is well past lunchtime. We have not had lunch. We haven't had anything <laughs> since breakfast. It's the first and time I've been hungry. In two I days. am starving <laughs> right now. <laughs> Talking about this is killing me. Then for dessert, we had. Well, now we had sides. Oh yes, we did have sides. We I had, had fries. They weren't that exciting. I had mac and cheese, and yeah. it was the best mac and cheese that I've had in a long time. And I had like a, a mushroom medley, and it was just mushrooms. So. Yeah, but yeah. the mac and cheese was good. Then we did the art on the table. Yes, which was really cool. We have a video of that, see that to in share. The vlog. So that's really cool. If you haven't seen that before, it's cool. It's delicious. And it, we were able to share it between the three of us. It was very nice. But that was Fahrenheit 555. It's it's $38 upcharge, but I'm telling you, if you're a steak person, my God, go. Because it is so good. And it is such an experience. Although, <laughs> we had these people sitting behind us. And I don't know, there was like a fight between... They, they came in after us. Like we had yes. already started eating and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And they were like, they were like F-bombs flying. Like she was mad at him and he got mad at her. He stormed out, came back, stormed out, came back. Then he left and she started crying. Then she left. We don't need your business, people. Like it was bad. It was. I felt. I don't even know who I felt bad for. If I felt bad for, either I didn't of feel them, bad for either of them they because were, they, they were, were ruining my thirty-eight dollars steak right? dinner. Right. Like I would have been so embarrassed from the get-go. I'd be like, "We're done." <laughs> Plus, yeah. we would never ever speak to each other that way ever. And if we did, it wouldn't be in public. No, no, no. Definitely, it would. It wouldn't happen. No, but, it wouldn't happen. But yeah. So anyway, uh, on to the drinks because <laughs> apparently we drank a lot on this cruise. Way more than we normally would drink on a cruise. 
Um, we did drink a lot on this cruise, and but we still were. We, we still did okay. we would not have benefited from the drink package, so we didn't drink that much. Right. We definitely came out ahead of the drink package by a long shot, but we drank a lot. So, um, the Havana Bar, we walked into it. It's a beautiful, beautiful bar. Uh, beautiful colors, beautiful decor. They play Latin music, which is wonderful. This cruise, they didn't have a Latin band, so it was all DJ, but we walked in there. People were dancing. It was festive. It was wonderful. Um, Brass Magnolia is is in the French Quarter, so there's like a there's different areas on the ship. It's a beautiful bar. Looks like an old kind of style bar. Uh, not they didn't have our drinks that we liked there, but no. we did get one drink over there. I didn't. But it's it's a really pretty area, and there's a lot of seating there. There's the bar, but then there's a bunch of yeah. seating. It was empty the whole time. It was beautiful. So if you want an intimate experience, you can have that. But then what's next? Okay, so then we've got. I'll let you. I'll let you talk. Yeah the the red red frog tiki bar. Yeah. Bar. Rum bar. Rum bar. Yes. It's two levels, so it's actually it's on level 16 by the pool, and then it goes up to level 17 as well. So two levels. It was actually crowded every time we walked by it. We, yeah. we did stop there once. Really packed. One morning, we stopped by and got a drink, and they have these really cool tiki glasses that are like probably ceramic or something. Yeah, they look ceramic. Yeah, um, really cool. We were like... Well, our first day there, they came by and they were like, here, do you want this drink in this tiki glass? And we were like, no, we still have a drink that we haven't hardly touched. Plus, they were doing that first day drink, which, which was not very I good. Which I don't like, but I drank one anyways. Um, so the second day, you know, we go up in the morning. And we're like, we want the drink of the day, which is something that sounded good. Can we get it in the tiki glass? And they said, we are all out of tiki glasses. So if you want your tiki glass, get it on the first day. You Whether you like David the drink Randy? or not, yes. get the tiki glass. So, yeah. Uh, and it's a it was a nice it's a cool tiki, tiki glass. glass. But yeah, it's it's cool. I I like I like the Red Frog Pub better because I love the Red Frog Pub. But it was a, it's a cool spot. If it wasn't so jam packed, and it's right by the pool. It's just not it's just not my scene. But but it's a beautiful bar, and uh, and they got they got a lot of rum. They got good rum there and stuff. So if you're a rum drinker, go there. And let's just. They have other shirt, other other shirts, other swag. Adam bought this really cool shirt. It was expensive. Not this really cool. No, shirt. this is a much more. Well, it wasn't that much more reasonably priced, but it's yeah. less expensive. We'll talk about that. We'll, they have a but, bar tap. Yeah, they yeah, you get the tap. They have hats. They had um, all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, straws. Okay, because we saw people who were like, I'm bringing my 150 plastic straws on, and they're not going to make me freedom. Blah. Who cares about the environment anyway? We brought silicone straws because we heard that the, the candy straws were terrible. Uh, we didn't need them at all. We used them the first day, never used them again. We did have some of the candy straws. We had chocolate straws, and I think we had another flavor. Mm -hmm. They're Look, they're not perfect, but they're better than the paper straws. They get the job done, and uh, really most of the glasses you could have just drank out of. Like you do a coffee mug or a They're tea. Just, they were a problem for the frozen drinks. Right, but they, but yeah, and that's what they put them in. They, they're not like the paper ones. I don't like the paper ones. I understand they're not great. These get a little like flexible, but yeah. they, but they're not. They're okay. Like if you can get past that, they're okay. If you drink fast, you're good. If yes, if not, then bring your own like silicone. Don't yeah. bring metal ones because they'll stick to your lips. It'll be like a Christmas story. And I triple dog dare you. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah. So then let's get to our two favorite bars. Yes. So the bar that we were looking most forward to on this cruise was the Fortune Teller Bar. And this bar is super cool. It has like all the magical spell, cool kind of vibe. Science and magic. Yeah, it's like the sciencey, magic-y, cool drinks that like like this, the crystal ball that has like a smoke bubble that you pop. Or there was a drink that had like a changes color, yeah. some swirl. It's when it had an eye on it and stuff yeah. like that. So really cool drinks. And most of them were tasty too. Yeah. Yeah. There were some really good drinks there, but, but the presentation you'll see in some of our vlogs, like with smoke and it was like science and it magic. Was. It was really cool. And the bartenders there were, were really great, personable. They knew your name. They were friendly. They were fun. They were joking around. It was just a really good experience. Yes. And it's a beautiful bar. Like I, you know, it's like that sort of, you know, fortune teller, New Orleans kind of fun vibe. Um, I don't believe in fortune telling, but I, but I enjoy the, the atmosphere of it and the fun of it, the fantasy of it. And it was, it was really cool. And the, yeah, the drinks, you'll see them. Cause I think we got almost every drink between the two of us. There were a couple we didn't get on the menu, Yeah, but, uh, but it was a great experience. We released a short today. You may have seen it with the crystal ball being popped and unpopped, but anyway, good time there. And uh, yeah, and then and so then... next we have the Alchemy Bar, yes, which is actually where we spent most of our bar time. That's because of this man, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> this is us at the Alchemy Bar, yes, yeah, yeah, it was good. So, this picture, um, in particular, was actually from the mixology class that we did. So, the mixology class is Kind of like, kind of like your letter to Hogwarts. You have to spend a lot of time at the Alchemy Bar for them to get give you the special invite to do the Alchemy class. And, and Adam, Adam did that. I'm trying to get my hand on the. I can't do it. What I'm are you doing? No, there. I'm trying to point to Adam oh. behind the camera. There, that that just looks. Vulgar. That's weird. Uh, all right, so yeah, so, Adam spent enough time there that he got yes. us all into Hogwarts. So it it was fifteen dollars per person, and the bartenders. Um, at the Alchemy Bar are the ones that do the mixology class, which is cool. And afterwards, this is not a touch screen. I'm going to stop trying to touch my computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the mixology class, they give you like what they call a prescription, which is worth like a free drink. And you choose the kinds of things that you like, and then they make a drink. Bring up the picture. That's what I was trying to do, Matt. Mm. And um, 15 bucks. So these are the drinks that were created for Matt and I based on what we like. This is Nicola. Nicola. One of the two. Yes, the one in the background is also Nicola. Um, one of the best bartenders oh. I have ever. All the bartenders at this bar. Pedro, yeah. Nicola, Nicola. They were outstanding. This guy. But he was the one that probably we dealt with the most. Yes, because of where we sat at the bar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, phenomenal. And these drinks were delicious. Yeah, the, yes. Mine was spicy mango whiskey chocolate mint. So just think about that for a second. It was amazing. And it was so good. Mine was so good. St. Germain cucumber strawberry. And he made you a few drinks that were like he just did. for you. Yeah, so St. Germain is one of my 
favorite alcohol drinks, things, liquors, liqueurs, <laughs> whatever. Liqueurs. And I don't, it's, it's a pricey bottle. So I don't ever buy it for myself. I also don't know how to make drinks with it, but I don't ever buy it. So they have a drink at the Alchemy Bar called 20 is, 40 is, 20 is the new 40. Is that right? 20 is the new 40. 20 is 40. Yes. 40 is the new 20, I think, is the way that works. 20 is the new 40. You don't want to be 20 and, and like, oh, I'm 20 now. I'm like, I'm 40. You want to be right. 40 and be like, no, I'm the new. No. So 20 is the new 40. 40 is the new 20. No. Because you're saying that the new 20 is 40. Okay. It doesn't matter. Whatever. There's <laughs> the number 40 and the number 20, and one of them's new. Um, anyways, it's got St. Germain in it. So I had that drink first, and I was like, can you make me something else with St. Germain? And he just made this delicious drink and it was wonderful. Yeah. Really Anyways. Good. So the alchemy bar was by far our favorite place to spend time. Um, a lot of it was the bartenders that, that did that for us. Yeah. Cause it's, it's more than just somebody making you a drink. Like it was literally entertainment. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a really good experience and we didn't drink as much as our friend Adam did. But uh, but we still had a great time uh, just hanging out at the bar. Just watching them make drinks was fun. So, and we had a few. We had a few. Yes. So, okay, finally. Well, our final thoughts on on this cruise. On, mostly on the Mardi Gras, really. So, here's our, here's our concern. The shows and the pools were so crowded, so crowded, that... Um, I don't know what's going to happen when this ship is at 100% capacity. That is going to be a problem. The rest of the ship, no problem at all. It was sparse. But when they did any of the shows and when they did the um, pools, when, when the pools were open, they were full a lot. So that could be a little bit of an issue. We'll see how that plays out in the future. And then what's the next thing? Um, there was so much to eat and to drink and to do there were we were constantly what do we do now what do we try now what's next what's next there wasn't a lot of time to relax because we were too busy trying to do everything else which is great but this is in my opinion you need at least two weeks so that you can have that time to yeah and that's and it's not really a knock on the ship at all no it's it was just, it was wonderful just saying there's just so much to do at the on the ship and so so much food to eat uh yes and the, the staff the crew the crew they were wonderful everybody Amazing. no bad experiences all exemplary experiences as you would expect on any cruise ship but you know they did not let us down in that regard whatsoever it was very good. The ship was clean. Everything was, I mean, it's a new ship, but it just, you know, you could, they, they kept everything clean. It just was sparkly, made you feel a little bit safer. It was good. It was good. Yeah. The layout of this ship is phenomenal. I loved every piece of where things were located. It was easy to find things. It was great. Yeah, I, and I've heard people knock the layout, and I'm like, what are you no, living in? Because the layout was it, perfect. Everything was, it felt like everything was where it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. The only maybe weird thing was if you didn't know how to get to the main theater. But once you figure that out, it's fine. So it's not but hard to get to. There wasn't that much stuff in the main theater. No, there really was. Because wasn't. they util utilized the center stage right. more. Right. 
Yeah, and probably if we had gone to the main theater more, it would have we wouldn't have even thought about that. But yeah, but yeah, so that so that was pretty good. Um, it was really quick getting off and on the ship at ports. And I don't know if this is because just because of the capacity, but I mean it's still four thousand people, or that's a lot of people. I don't know how many stayed on the ship or whatnot, but um, there were never lines for no it. No lines you getting just off. No lines getting on. on very simple, very easy. That went very smoothly. So that was good. Um, I will say this: it is my favorite cruise ship now. Definitely, my it beats out the Legend as my favorite cruise ship. However, with the caveat of what Kimber said, I don't know if it's the ship I would cruise all the time. I'm glad I did it. I would do it again, but I wouldn't want every cruise to be on the Mardi Gras because I like not having so much to do, not having so much to eat. Uh, yes, I could make choices, but no, I can't make choices because it's there. I can't not go to Big Chicken all the, you know, like I can't, there's too much going on. I would, I would definitely love to sail Mardi Gras again, but I also look forward to sailing smaller ships that are more low key. So, but, but as far as ships go, actual ships go, it's, yeah, it's my favorite ship. It's, it's catapulted up to my favorite ship. It is also yeah. my favorite ship. That's it. Just... All, all, all the things he said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall, this was a fin fantastic cruise it was wonderful it was it felt like cruising you know even our brilliance cruise that we did together was a little weird it was a little it was low-key in a bad way it was we didn't feel very good during it it wasn't covid but we didn't feel very good it was still a fun cruise we had a great time but this was a cruise and and it was it was also seven nights instead of his five nights like but it just it just had all the cruise components were in play and working and firing on all cylinders. Who cares about the mask? Who cares about getting tested? This was a cruise and we really, really enjoyed it. Yes. Um, sorry. I, I scrolled past that part. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> um, and then we also want to real quick, just say thank you to Adam. So Adam is my team lead with Cruise Brothers or um, Fantastic Travel, our travel agency, advisory, whatever we do. Um, Adam cruised with us and without him actually telling us about the deal that we got. Um, we wouldn't have gotten it. We wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. Um, so I want to thank Adam for cruising with us and for telling me about the deal that I well, wouldn't have seen. And it, and, he was, and he was a lot of fun to cruise with. Absolutely. It was our first time meeting him in person. And, you know, uh, we thought we'd like him because we already kind of knew him from virtual stuff. But, but yeah, he was an absolute blast. He's, he's very sociable. We may seem like we are, but we're both shy when we're around real people. And so he helped to bridge that gap. Um, he, we wouldn't have had as much fun at the Alchemy Bar oh, no. if it wasn't for Adam. So, yeah, hats off to Adam. We really did enjoy cruising with you and hope to do it again. We also, I think this is a good time also to mention that we, we did get to meet some people who are oh. on a different ship. The Cluets, Aaron Cluet, and oh, I don't remember her husband's name. I think it's also Aaron. Is it? It's 
Oh, with the A, e, though. Yeah. E, Aaron, e, and, and A. a, a Aaron. Yes. I think. And so I'm we sorry were, if I'm wrong. We were going back to the ship, and they were coming off of their ship, and they were like, what? Well, she was like, oh, and, and we were like, oh, that's interesting. And she was like, you don't know us. And we, we knew as soon as she said who she was, we knew who she was because she's very active in the community. And, uh, yeah, she was excited to meet us. We were excited to meet them and um it was great it was it was really cool if you ever if you ever see us somewhere on a cruise or whatnot we would love to meet you and we are probably as excited maybe more excited about it than you are so <laughs> so definitely come up and introduce yourselves because we really enjoy that aspect of this whole thing yeah so um yeah but great ship i mean really if you're thinking about should i book the mardi gras book the mardi gras it's it's wonderful. It is a wonderful, wonderful ship. And any any of the little things you heard us nitpick about it were very minor. We have this much positive stuff and this much negative stuff. And the negative stuff wasn't even, it was like, like we had to think about stuff to come up that was even negative. So definitely cruise the Mardi Gras. Now, one last thing. We got our cruise haul. We're going to show you what we bought on this cruise. Which actually wasn't too bad. No. We did okay. We did okay. We bought, I never really bought liquor on a cruise before, but I well, guess. Well, so before, oh, you, want, before okay. you do that, I also want to thank Dave and Brandy. Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 So yes. We need to thank some people. Yes. So we walked into our room and had prizes. Yes. So we had an awesome cake that was sent to us from Dave and Brandy. So thank you for that. Yes. And it if you're was listening yummy. In, or if you're watching, they're in the chat right now, but go to Dave and Brandy's excursions and they're going to be on the Mardi Gras before too long. So they'll have vlogs as well. But yes, that was awesome. So appreciative of that. And then and Mary then, Miller. Yes. Mary Miller, who is not in here now, but I bet she's going to listen in later. Oh, probably. Hey, MGM. And hey, there we got uh Ford man here. Hey, Kenneth. Um, she got us some ornaments. Yes. So there's the funnel. The funnel. I almost said whale tail. It's not what it's called. I mean, is it? it's, it's sometimes it's called that. Um, there's a palm tree. Yeah. And a cruise ship. Yes. yes. Which, let me just say, Adam got the ship model of the Mardi Gras. We don't collect them. Um, the old models were, were neat, but. This new model, I almost considered it. It's expensive. It was like 80 bucks. Yeah, it was $80. But it's instead of like the old kind of ceramic, it's like metal. Oh, man, it's super detailed. It is beautiful. But I'm like, if we start, then we'll never stop. But I know Dave and Brandy collect them. You guys are going to love the ship model. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's, it's cool. It's got a stand. Oh, man, it, it is. It is, it is detailed. really cool. It is really cool. Um. We also got these really cool shot glasses from Mary Miller. Yes, which and are beautiful. I cannot wait to take a shot with Yes, them. and we have stuff to shoot. Yes. Because we got... We Sorry, got, I'm going to interrupt you yes. one more time real quick. Okay. Um, Takara asked if we did the bolt, which we talked about earlier, so you must have been late. Yes, <laughs> here's a picture of us, not on the bolt itself, but yes, we did the bolt. Yeah, the bolt was fun. It's a little expensive for the experience, but it was fun. Definitely do it at least once. Now so, you can go. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we, we went to, well, first of all, on the ship, um, I have never had, other than in maybe a mixed drink, Buffalo Trace. I can't find it around here. I got a bottle. It was like 27 bucks. 
Uh, that's what I was drinking with a little Coke, a little Coke Zero. Is good if you're a bourbon person. I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, but not only that, another bourbon which I was familiar with, but this is a small batch of Woodford Reserve. It is the Carnival Mardi Gras exclusive Woodford Reserve, and it was a pretty good price. Was it 37? 30. Five, 35 37, 37 i don't know something like that 35 somewhere in there but yeah i'm like should i get it and, and then and then people are like you got to get it i mean it's it good. says carnival mardi it's gras good bourbon and it's carnival mardi gras we got two bottles because this one is going to uh john claykowski who <laughs> john claykowski so we're i'm like i'm like asking on facebook is this a good deal on this bourbon should i buy this bourbon is this a good brand we of bourbon? can't look it up claykowski sends me uh, PayPal money, like no explanation. All of a sudden, I'm like getting texts from PayPal saying that money's being deposited in my account. I'm like, what is going on? And it was John. He's like, please buy me a box. This one's going to him. I'm not going to open mine until he gets his, and then we're gonna we're gonna try it together. I think that's the plan. So, so uh, that's pretty cool. And then in the Dominican Republic, we got these. Uh, there were six bucks a piece. And it is it is Dominican rum and coconut water, right? Yes. Which she does she has discovered that she likes some coconut things. Only not, some of them. She's not a big fan of coconuts, but this was really good. And for six, I'm like, how much is it? She's like six bucks. And Kimber's like, how many should we get? I'm like, <laughs> let's just get two. Uh, it's, it's mixed, ready to drink, so it's not like a whole bottle of hard liquor. But um, and then. Of course, Dominican Republic is famous <laughs> for their Mama Juana, and I had it once before, and it tasted like horrible medicine. But uh, I'm like, you know what? We should try it again. Do you have a small bottle? So we got this one, and it's spicy, Mama Juana spicy, and we did try it, and it is not the same as what I had before. This stuff is good. Yes, it's, it's very really good. good. Um, yeah, so we got some Mama Juana as well. I did get the shirt. In the Dominican Republic, it's a Piranha Joe shirt with it's got octopuses on it, an anchor on it, and of course the little piranha guy on there. Uh, and I love this shirt. I, was, I saw it in San Juan, and I was at a store, and the lady was kind of rude, and I was like, okay, it's a little more than I normally pay for a shirt like this thing. It was like 45, mm, 40 bucks, 45, 48. $48. I mean, it's a little, but it's a good quality shirt. But then we saw it in Dominican, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get it here. So I did, and uh, and it's very comfortable. I'm very very happy I got this shirt. Uh, all right, what else? We've got we more get? stuff. So um, one of my things is I always buy a keychain on the ship that I'm on. So I got the Mardi Gras keychain, and it's got like all the information as far as like passenger capacity, length, speed, beam, tonnage, all that good stuff. So I always get the keychain that has the information because that's what I do. Um, I don't have one for the paradise. So if anybody is going on the carnival paradise, once it starts, <laughs> um, let me know, we'll work something out because I didn't start doing it until my third cruise, which was after the paradise. Um, you saw the ship on a stick. We got that. Oh yeah. The ship on a stick, which we've already showed, but carnival Mardi Gras ship on a stick. Thank you, Adam. Yes. And then you want to do this one first or those first? Let's do this one first. So Dominican Republic. Yes. So um, we're going through like the the little area that's 
straw market. Almost like a mini straw market in Amber Cove. And they're all like, come buy my stuff, come buy my stuff. And there was a stand with all these coconut shells that had lights in them. And we were stopped and we looked at them and stuff. And we were like, oh, this one's cute. This one's cute. And, you know, we 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 liked a couple of them. And the guy was like, yeah, get this one, get this one. And, and we were like, ah, I really like it, but we're going to keep walking. And he said, oh, how much? How about for this much then? And we said, okay. So we got this really cool <laughs> coconut. Um, well, tell them how it works. Well, yeah. So you put a light in there. It's got all these little holes in it. I don't know how well you can see. Um, this is a turtle sea turtle and then um we've got a starfish on this side does that work yeah yeah so it lights up so we thought that was really cool we're gonna we're gonna get some lights for it and it's gonna go go back there back there it felt good you know a lot of these places they haven't had they haven't had a, a source of income from cruise ships for a year and a half and so it really feels good to yeah, do this, a little I mean, bit. This, a little this bit. guy in particular, um, it was it was really cool because he was like, "Yeah, we make them right here." Turned around and pointed to like their little workstation and said, "We can do custom your name, whatever." And we we're like, "Okay, this guy makes these things. This is cool. Let's let's help him out." Right. So so that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Next, you want to do this one next? Sure. Okay. So next we have. Maybe we should roll the cruise creature thing here oh we're gonna do that first <laughs> we're let's, let's come back we're gonna come okay. back to this sorry because if we're gonna roll a cruise creature then we should show the other stuff first. okay so in nassau we went to wait till you see this vlog yes this is oh great. our nassau vlog if you're like eh, on nassau wait till you see our nassau vlog because we had some fun in nassau yes yes and let me just give you a spoiler junkanoo beach is a snorkeling beach. Yes. So we went to the Pirate Republic Brewery, and the guy there was wonderful. Oh, man. Marco. And Polo. No, his name is Marco. The local Tracy Morgan. Yes. Tracy Morgan stunt double. Yes. So he gave us these cool stickers and magnets. So that's cool. Kimber found out that she likes a beer that's not a porter or stout. I did. She likes a wheat beer. Okay. And then we've got... Oh, I, I have these just because these are our mixology certificates this way. There we go. Yes. All right. Now. All right, and we're back. All right. So we did that because the, the last of, of our souvenirs have to do with uh, a cruise creature, which we've actually done before technically, but we thought we had to do it because of these cool souvenirs. So we're in San Juan and the the national frog, because <laughs> they have a national frog, is the... Cookie. Yeah. So we got a magnet with a cookie on it. And it's a yes, beautiful magnet. It is a really it's cool It's like, magnet. you know, you go to some places and you see the same magnets with just a different word on it. This is like legit. Like the, you couldn't get this magnet in like Grand look at, Turk or look something. At that. I just saw that. There's a little information oh, yeah. card on the back That's of it good, about we cookies. Because we didn't do a lot of research on this cruise creature. Cookie is the common name for several species of small tree frogs in the Eulotherodactylus genus that are endemic to Puerto Rico. They are ontomo. Wow, I didn't expect these kind of words. 
onomatopoeically named for their very loud mating call. So I guess that means they're named after the sound they make. Um, these frogs do not have webbed feet. Instead, they have finger-like toes and discs and pads on the ends to help them climb. Females lay eggs on leaves and males guard the eggs until they hatch. Cokey frogs hatch as fully formed froglets, so they don't go through the tadpole stage in the water, with small tails that soon disappear. It takes about eight months for a cokey to become fully grown. So yeah, so we got this little keychain. And then we got this little plushie whose eye is actually backwards, which is weird, but, and he's got, oh, he, it says Puerto Rico Cokie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was exciting. Yes. Dave and Brandy definitely go to the Pirate Public Brewing Company. Uh, they actually didn't have anything on tap. They had their beers in cans, uh, but it was still really good, but they're getting it. They're getting ready to get it in tap. We'll, we'll talk more about NASA in another episode, but a lot of it's closed, but a lot of it's starting to open back up. And we saw that. So that's very good. Uh, good for them, uh, first and foremost, but also good for, for cruisers. So uh, very, very cool. All right. Any other cruise creature stuff you want? Or are no. you, you good with what that one said? I think I'm good with that one, what that said. Okay, there's your cookie. We <laughs> if also... you want to know more about the cookie, go back and listen to our episode on San Juan, Puerto Rico. No. No. Go back and listen to the birthday episode for Kimbra, which it, is Yeah. Well, no, it was about it was like spas and stuff. It was October 13th, 2019. I don't know what number the episode was. <laughs> but but I know when my birthday is. Hours, so. Yeah. So um so that's the episode. Anything else you have? Oh, good. <laughs> On that note, it's time to head for the horizon. Just 20, about. 27 days. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. So for this one, we thought it'd be fun um, if you're still here. Thank you, by the way, for sticking through as much of this two hours of episode as you may or may not have done. Um, for our little after the credits thing, we're going to tell you the, the the trivia that we missed in both Harry Potter and Star Trek and see if any of you out there can get this these trivia questions right. However, my notes did not update here. So um, they will. They will. Okay, so we'll start with the Harry Potter trivia. Yes. So the questions that I would say we, but I'm going to say the questions that I missed. It was, it was all on her. Harry I Potter did, trivia. I would have um, First one: How many chapters combined are in all seven books? Mm. So um, I didn't have a clue on this one. I guessed the number. You should have seen the stress on her face. 
It was, and that was the first question. And I'm like, oh no. Oh, Tony Dials came up with an answer. Okay. Anybody and else have anything? No. Okay. All right. All right. So, so here's the thing. The answer is 198, but Tony did say 199. There is an extra sort of ish chapter. I don't remember what it is because I, re I read about it when I went back and like researched because I missed it. Um, there is sort of an extra ish chapter in one of the books. So oh. 199 um, was not the correct answer on this trivia. But if you would have said 199, they would have said wrong. You would have been like, yeah, you, <sighs> you could have argued it. Um, so the answer was 198. Um, this next question, I was extremely irritated that I missed because I know the answer, but so what vault number is the Sorcerer's Stone kept in at Gringotts? Alfred, we did go to the piano bar for a little bit. We're not piano bar. We don't, Love the piano. I know a lot of people do, and Adam spent some time there, but um, and he really liked it. But uh, so we did go there, and the guy that was there was very popular, and he was doing a good job. But we did not really hang out there. Oh, Ed Ed Roddy said one ninety eight. Yeah, Tony said that they had that same question on their cruise, and the answer was one ninety eight. Oh, look at that inconsistency. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I now know the answer, though. So if I ever have it again, I'm good to go. <laughs> um, oh, Tony's got the vault number. Yep. So the, the vault number is 713. Um, I missed it. I'm really annoyed with it. She was stuck on the page number. Well, yes. So I, I put 413 because I was stuck on the 492 that Snape says to turn the page to. So I was just, I was stuck on that 400. I had the 13, but I just... I was so frustrated. If I would have gotten that right, we would have won. Hmm. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. Because we fine. got the Star Trek one. We did, yes. We missed three questions, and these are the questions. But And there were a couple more I didn't know. But uh, these are the questions that we got wrong. The first one I should have known. And that is, what state is Captain Kirk from? Now, Adam was confident he knew this, but he I think he got mixed up because, Letters. Of, the, because of the person that was doing this from the state that he guessed, but uh, he was close. So if anybody knows, what state is Captain Kirk from? Someone on Facebook knows. Oh, yes, they do. And that is the correct answer. It is Iowa. He guessed Indiana, and Kim was like, really, he's from Indiana? And the, the host was from Indiana, so there was a lot of Indiana talk. Yeah. But uh, but yes, I, I, did, I, I could not remember for the life. As soon as he said it, I'm like, oh, yeah. But uh, Yep, it's Iowa. Wouldn't have got it. Iowa, Iowa. Second question. And this is annoying because this is a Deep Space Nine question, which is my favorite Star Trek series. And we just started watching Deep Space Nine. And if we would have gotten a few more episodes in, they did say the answer to this question in one of the episodes we've already oh. watched. But I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah, but it'd been, it's been years. Janeway is since from I've Indiana. Watched this. Janeway is from India. Oh, I Maybe didn't, that's I didn't what he got that. confused. Maybe. Here is the, uh, who is Facebook user? I don't now? know. Whoever, um, whoever you are, Facebook user, all I can see is Facebook user. So you'll let me know who you are. <laughs> what did the Cardassians, not Cardassians, as our trivia writer, reader said, what did the Cardassians call Deep Space Nine? And I was like, oh, I should know this. And it's been so long since I've seen the show. I couldn't oh, remember. Oh, it's Mary. Oh, hi, Mary. There you go. And uh, 
yes, Mary, I don't know if you were on, but when we said thank you for the shot glasses and the ornaments, but thank you yes, so much. Those shot glasses are really They're so cool. The ornaments are cool too, but those shot glasses are really beautiful. Um, so yeah, what did the Cardassians call Deep Space Nine? They had their own Cardassian word for it. It wasn't the Hilton. Get it? The Hilton. The Kardashians. And oh. the, I think there's a connection there. I don't okay. know. And, uh, and while we're waiting for that, let's see if anybody knows the answer to that question. The third question, and I knew this. I knew this, but I couldn't remember the number. And again, if we had watched more Deep Space Nine, even though it did come up while we've been watching Next Generation, I would have remembered that number. It is, what is the name of the covert agency in Starfleet? And I could not remember the number, kind of like her with the number. And then as soon as they said it, I was like, dude. I knew that. I well, knew that. the other thing about the Harry Potter one with Gringotts is I was like, like 10 pages away from reading that page because <laughs> yes. I'm reading, rereading the book. And I'm like, oh, I should have just read it the night before. And then I would have had it. <laughs> uh, yes. So I don't see any answers coming I don't up. No answers have come up. Could be a delay there. Or I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I did pretty good on the Star Trek ones. There were. I don't remember the ones that, oh, one of them that I didn't know that Adam did know was the name of Captain Archer's dog. And then the other one, there was another one that he knew that I didn't know. Um, the groundskeeper. Ground oh, the groundskeeper at Starfleet Academy that like Picard like hung out with. I'm like, I don't know that guy's name. I've seen like three episodes with him in it recently. I don't, I don't know his name. So uh, should we give him the answers? Yep. Let's go ahead and give him the answers because they haven't popped up yet. So... Cardassians called Deep Space Nine Terak Nor. As soon as I heard that, I was like, Ding! Um, the name of the covert agency is Section 31. I think I was like Section 13 or something like that. And uh, and Archer's dog is Porthos. Kind of didn't ask that one officially, but yeah. Yeah. Porthos. Um, yeah. But like I said, Adam tied with somebody else between all of us. He tied and then he went up there and they had to do like a shout out thing. And they had to name when Star Trek started on the count of three kind of a deal. And he missed it by like a number or two, but he was closer than the other person who missed it by like four or five numbers or something. So he got the ship on a stick and then he kindly just gave it to, to Kimbra. I think he felt so. bad for me because I missed Harry Potter trivia, which <laughs> I'm still annoyed about, but that's okay. She was like, I had the, I had the answer sheet. She was like, just don't, I don't want to see that. Just take it away from me. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. My iPad is about to die. It's at 1%. It's fine because we are done. We are done. We are done. Well, again, thank you guys. Oh, no, don't do that. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been a long episode. I don't know if anybody was here for the whole thing. Probably my mom. But, uh, but we do appreciate you guys listening in and uh, and giving us all the, the feedback and whatnot. And, um, yeah, we've got a lot of exciting episodes coming up because we're going to spend more time talking about the different ports. Over the next few weeks, we'll hit those ports and things that we did and things that you could do. And they'll kind of hopefully go along with the vlogs. Hopefully the vlogs will start coming out. Hopefully. And um, and then we'll be ready to get on another cruise. So, yeah. Yes. And I'm hungry now. I'm starving. Yeah. I just <laughs> heard your belly growl. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, I am hungry as well, which is good because I wasn't hungry most of the cruise because we were eating so much constantly. Yes, yes. That it was like almost painful to put the food in, but I did it because, you know. It was good. I didn't have a choice. All right, well, let's wrap it up. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Or good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening.